When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Fireball. Nothing beats value parking at Melbourne Airport. Book online for the best rates at melbourneairport.com.au. Kane and Kingy. We are back. Fireball Friday is back for a huge 2024. It's a very good morning and welcome to you. I'm going to kick it off with a bang this morning. Tom Duday, the Brisbane Lions recruit, is going to join us on the McCafe menu. They're our official coffee partner. Isaac Quaynor has just signed a five-year deal at the Pies. Pies fans, he's going to have a chat to us, gearing up to see how the Pies are going to try and go back-to-back this year. The agenda will be back. Your calls, most importantly, one 736 736 We're doing it all thanks to Melbourne Airport Parking. Book online for the best rates at melbourneairport.com.au. The best analyst in football is alongside of me, as he will be every Friday this year. His name is David King. Kingy, good morning. Cornsy, great to see you. Great to be back. They've taken a risk and gone with us again. Um, I know. It's, uh, back to sin. <laughs> it was good fun last year. We'll see if we can uh, do similar things in 24. It's, it's just... It is good to be back in the place. Is it our third year or second? Oh, I don't know. I, I I've lost third, track. Is it? it our third? I reckon. Yeah, I don't know. I'll just sit here <laughs> and listen to you. <laughs> third year. Yeah, well, it feels like yeah, a long they, time. They, it felt like a long year full, last year, to be honest. Full support of the board we've got. <laughs> yeah, sure. We only got called in a couple of times. <laughs> just once. <laughs> once? Was it once? Yeah. That was my fault too, actually. <laughs> that was, yeah. You threw me under the bus. Oh, like, you... I, I got tipped in. No. I went along with you. <laughs> <laughs> I might have said something and you put the, the cream on top. Which yeah, I added some mayonnaise. Shouldn't sure. have done it. Um, yeah. How you mate, been? Been great. Yeah, good. well rested. Had a good spell. Good. My theory is right. If you don't know enough about other sports to come on the radio and talk about, like it was a bit like you with cricket at times. <laughs> if you don't know enough about it, don't tell. Don't sit here and pretend you do. Right. Well, so, so I'm sticking to just footy. My cricket opinions are stacking up pretty well. Oh, your, your Cam Green yeah, stuff okay. is yes. good. You mocked me for I, six I still months laugh. on that one. I still yeah. laugh because it was between basically you and Pickers for a while. There wasn't it. <laughs> yes. And every time he gets out now, I've just got to send Pickers a message to the point where he got angry at me the other day. He, he said, mate, he's going to be a gun. He's just low on confidence. I was like, come on, Pickers. <laughs> You've been taking the you-know-what out of me for six months. Well, it's sort of because Pickers is an expert in that field. See, you've, you've, you've stepped into someone else's wheelhouse yep. and sort of hit him over like the it. fence. Didn't like it. Is, have you made any other big statements on cricket? Uh, no, no, oh, I, I said Ricky Ponting was precious. Oh, he yeah. Play, he complained about it. Oh, hang on. Now, hang on. I need to and bring And then this we up. got him on. You panicked when you got him on. No, I didn't panic at you all. You didn't bring it up? Yeah, I brought it up. What'd you at say? At the end. Yeah. Oh, at the end. <laughs> my last question. No, 
my last question. Just in and case he, it didn't go well. He, he, he answered it. Um, <laughs> but he was, no, I, I don't know. He was pretty good. Like, he was pretty respectful. You reckon, he, he, you reckon he heard it? I don't think he wouldn't have heard it. He might, he may have, someone might have told him about it, but he was no, he's a pretty good punter. <laughs> what else is happening though? You know, you, where you been? You've been painting uh, the house? I'm being no, no, look at the kids moving across the road from here actually, not too far from. Oh, not, nice. Not, not that you're here, you're in Adelaide. But it's, so you're uh, painting their house? Yeah, yeah, or the little apartment, not a house as yes, such. But, yeah, um, yeah. So they're moving in. So it's hard, it's hard for young people to move oh, to yeah. get themselves going, isn't it? I feel really. I know we're getting off topic a little bit, but yeah. I feel I feel um, I feel for the younger people that have sort of been caught in a bit of COVID, the back end of their their schooling or their early university existence, and then they've got to get on with things in a, a time where yeah. financially it's bloody hard for them. Oh, it's, it's I don't know. How, I think about it all the time. It, yeah. it, it, just how young people are going to afford? Oh, I don't know. Once again, it's not, What's, it's what not, do you reckon? It's not my area, but. <laughs> How, how long you reckon you're going to hang on to your kids at home for? What's the age now they're moving out? Because I, well, I, I think it's getting to, I, deeper. I said to them, you can stay here for as long as you want. Now, that's a nice promise when they're 17, 15, and, and 14. And that may get a bit thin when they're 28. But I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I said to the fellas, like, honestly, if you want to stay here forever, you can. Really? Because I don't know. Well, I don't know how, you're gonna, how they're going to do it. They'll never, that's, a, that's, a, that's one of the rare areas you've ever made. I've, that's a green. That's a green light to just do nothing. Well, I've got Eddie's going gift. nowhere. Yeah, no, nah, he he's he's out. I think he wants to move overseas or move to Melbourne. But I've got a big shed. It's the same at thing home. from Adelaide. If you're moving, to and Melbourne. My, it is like moving overseas. My dream is to create a big granny flat in the shed, just so they can have their own space. But anyway, we've we at six, uh, first show eight yeah. minutes in. We've got a little bit political, a little bit. No, this is what we do at six. Yeah. It's been, it, I'll tell you what it has been. I, I noticed your stuff yesterday. I did have a laugh yesterday. I'll give you you've a little. Been, uh, you've been typically chirpy online as well. Little clip. Cl- cl- clipping me yeah, at every li- opportunity. No, just the one. I every thought yesterday was a cry for help. I thought he needs you Friday back. Read, you didn't read the criteria correctly. You just, no, I did. Like every other clown, I just did. saw the headline. I did, but it was flimsy. to the headline. It was flimsy. <laughs> <laughs> a flimsy criteria that even You're like yourself. every other Twitter troll you are. <laughs> Speaking of getting trolled on Twitter, oh, I tell you what, my off season it always I love, the, my greatest passion is NFL, right? Yep. And I sh- probably shouldn't say that, but it is. So when the footy, when NFL starts, I feel like footy's finishing; it's coming to a crescendo, and then you just drift straight into NFL. I love it. Get up at five o'clock Monday mornings and and, and just can't can't wait for it to start, right? So we, we did the right thing and got your boy Eddie on halfway through the, the halfway through the finals, I reckon it was. It was peak peak time for in, radio and we're getting him studio. on as a half a favour yeah. to get, give this kid some profile. <laughs> give this kid a chance, right? I just he asked me who I thought was gonna win it. And I thought, bugger it. Collingwood are gonna win the flag in the AFL. Let's get Not on that. the Collingwood of the NFL. Let's get on the Cowboys. Let's. He says, oh, no. Nah. At the time, he said, oh, no, nah, I wouldn't be doing that, right? And I was like, oh, Jesus, Ed, I'm just getting you on to give you a little leg up here, you know? Anyway, I was just sitting, minding my own business when the playoffs were on, thinking, how good is this? And the Cowboys got absolutely smacked. Smashed. Smashed yeah. by At De- Detroit. Yeah, yeah, a big story, massive story. They've failed again. Bing in the background. <laughs> tweet, tweet from Eddie Corns. I warned you about this. <laughs> I thought you smart ass. <laughs> I hadn't heard from him for six months. 
As to the memory on him. What the hell? Oh, yeah. Like his old hand. I don't think his team's in the Super Bowl either. I don't think yeah, his is. prediction. He, he oh, went with the 49. Hey, don't oh, worry. Did I checked it up straight right. away when he went with that. <laughs> okay. You don't reckon he didn't know that when he said that <laughs> So he got one right. Oh, I'll tell you what. Wait till I see him. You'll never hear him on this show again. He's never coming on the program <laughs> He's again. straight away got a big black texter through his name. Gone. Oh, I tell you what, that. <laughs> <laughs> you oh, and... well, just just while on the Super Bowl because we got, we got a lot of areas. We've got a, we've got a few people in our crosshairs today that we need to line yeah. up as we can do yeah. from time to time. Um, Jared's been asking for tips on what not to do or what to do in Vegas. Uh, now, <laughs> you've been big on Jared last year with uh, everything that went on with Grind. <laughs> And you were prepared to address it. You're scared where, of Jerry. Where it's the bottom line. What are you getting around? Scared. Got the, got the, I'm scared of Gary. I'm a little bit scared of Jared. You can't be scared of Jared. What scares you about Jared? Seriously. You just tiptoe around Jared. I reckon. See, this is so a good how's discussion. he going to go in Vegas? Well, I think. I what actually think. What advice do you have? He's made for Vegas, Jared. Okay. Why? Yeah. Well, I don't want to go too far. Day one. But. I think Jared's an out-of-hours operator. He's, he doesn't look like it, and he sells a message that he's not, but he is Vegas to a T. Right. He's built for it. He, oh, yeah. See, I, I, I wondered why. So they've got a, a rotational policy with his travelling companion that's mm. a producer. Now, why, would yep. you, why do you have a rotating co-pilot? You know why? <laughs> he breaks them. He breaks them. After-hours Waitley breaks them. They can't go with him. They can't go with him. They, they're, all, they're all tapping out after year one. No, no I can't. I'm not going again. Uh, even when when Johnny Clark, who, who's the man for all trips, yes, when yep. he when he didn't get the return visit, I thought, hello, Jared's got him as well. He's got him. Why, why wouldn't they go with a Mitchie Scott? Brooksy at the back. Brooksy's been packed for a month. He's he's he's, he's, he's taking. <laughs> when's, his, he, when's Brooksy off? He's Must got the old antler luggage dragging behind him on the way in this morning. <laughs> I don't know. Can't wait to get out. Yeah, they're out tomorrow. They're going tomorrow. Okay, they're going good. for like ten days. Yeah, that's good, mate. Good trip. When did this become part of the finances? I don't, I don't know. Hey? I, don't know. I thought we had some some constraints. <laughs> clearly, clearly, do we not, not have any of those constraints? No, we're going well. Um, Jordan's with us this morning as well. well why he's, wouldn't Jordan be been, going over there? He's been doing the heavy lifting. He's doing every, the, only, he's doing the every NFL Monday show. Morning, yes. SCN Fanatic, almost like the red time of the NFL with Benny Graham. He gets up at three in the morning, I assume, to give us the NFL. Yeah. I'll listen to it. It's good. And he hasn't got a look in. I wasn't going to bring this topic. I wasn't going to bring this up, right? Because <laughs> he's one of the great seagulls in the media, Jared. <laughs> Yeah, you've gone to. I know, I know. But look, you know what? In for a penny, in for a pound. <laughs> he won't be listening today. He'll be packing. He'll be doing something. Um, have you ever heard of anyone calling all the home and away stuff and then Jared just drops in for the finals? Have you, have you noticed that? Oh. I, I thought the World Cup. I'll let that one go. He's doing it for every sport now. <laughs> He's doing it for all of them. What, just comes in for the big ads? The big, the big finals. In comes Waitley. He's done nothing with the NFL big, all year. He's off to Vegas. Jordan's doing the two in the oh, morning get up. He's doing the heavy lifting, Jordan. He doesn't get a look in. One of the great seagulls. All right. So um, one of our other good friends on the show is is Tom Morris. Oh, Tom. Now, he, made an, he made an extraordinary innings and performance where him and his opening partner made 203 not out each. 
And he's, I mean, you haven't had to look too far to find out about it. Oh, uh, if I see Tom Morris with his bat in the air one more time, <laughs> I'm going to throw up, Kingy. But if you, if you, it's everywhere. Every every day he's got a new post up on social media that he's hugging his mate, he's putting his bat up to yeah. the crowd. But have you got some intel on the opposition? Well, I got mail. So he's playing for South Caulfield. Tommy, when I saw the 200 come up, I thought, well done, good on you. Good effort. That's it's right. a that great my, effort. That yeah. was my reaction. But, you know, clearly they were handing him out that day. A couple of them <laughs> got the 200s. But so some Bridgets, uh, they played, right, the first yeah. day of the, the two-dayer. Mail reaches me, right, that we've got to put a little asterisk on this score. Do we? They may, they may, I'm looking for this to be confirmed by hopefully one of the listeners today. And there's, there's a guy involved yeah. that plays for some Bridgets that's involved at okay. uh, Clubland somewhere. So maybe he can... Maybe he can sort of ring in or text in. There was a there was a Bucks party of sorts on the Friday last week that may have gone big, and may have carried into the uh, the early hours of Saturday prior to this game of cricket. Right. I think this group of lob thinking we'll be right, we'll be okay. Don't worry about Off being a no bit. no sleep. We're just playing Southcourt. It's just a just a hit and yep. giggle game Walk of cricket. In the park. They won't take it too seriously. We'll, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll be yeah. right. We'll get some wickets. They've been yeah. taken to the cleaners, none for 428. Right, so it hasn't gone to plan. But they're half inebriated, these guys. They're playing pie-eyed. And everywhere I turn, I'm, I'm reading about Tommy Morris getting to the propaganda machine. The propaganda machine of Tommy Morris was unbelievable, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like Shamar Joseph. Like, was it, was it Tom Morris or Shamar Joseph? Like, you just – this West Indian hero, relax. Like, but – this information is extraordinary. So well, you're suggesting that there's got to be an asterisk next to this 203. Mate, there has to be. There, there the opposition, has to be. we're under the weather. Well, you know you know when someone's trying – look, I see through things a little bit, right? When someone's trying to accept some credit for doing something, particularly on Twitter, they they like a lot of the positive stuff. Mm. So like you know, two blokes side by side, the scoreboard, none for the 420, liked by Morris. He knows yep. that's going to us. Retweeted, yeah. You know, the old thanks, mate. Appreciate the, 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 the appreciate <laughs> the feedback. Words. As if yeah. you, know, you got to look at what was put there, and then obviously it's none for four hundred. <laughs> it got that heavy. It got that heavy. That the, the, the self promotion. Oh, it was everywhere. Even his burner account blocked him. I reckon, Tommy. Yeah, he was going <laughs> that strong with the self congratulations. I mean, Hutchie and Pickers do the self congratulations. Yeah. The, if this doesn't get a thousand votes, I has to. I'll go he. So I, I, it's good to see Tommy back, by the way. I'm wrapped for him at, at nine. He's doing some great things already. He's really he's, – I'll tell you what he is doing. He's challenging the old OLED. Isn't he? Oh, the whites. Isn't he glowing? The, the, the OLED. Yeah, the, I don't know. It's yeah. got that sort of range. No, those, well, so, the, so the whites are white. Think, um, the blacks are black. Again, I'm not sure the whites are white. <laughs> once again, I think Hutchie and Pickers have investigated this have themselves they? on Saturday morning and got to the bottom of the – of the new teeth, but him and him and TJ together. Sixty minutes, he called it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great! Sixty <laughs> minutes. I hadn't heard oh, that. Oh, we're up and running. So, oh, can you clarify? Oh, yeah. is, is there anyone out there that c- can clarify our report this morning? Breaking news <laughs> that the opposition yeah. hadn't been to bed, and they're turning up tomorrow. They're going to go back tomorrow. Oh, no, they're going to bowl at them tomorrow. They're going to chase four hundred and thirty-eight. Tom- oh, Tommy's the keeper. Old chompers. <laughs> All right. 0433981116 is the 40 Winks Temper Text. And SEM Breakfast is powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. We're up and running. You can get involved next. 
Nothing beats value parking at Melbourne Airport. Book online for the best rates at melbourneairport.com.au. Kane and Kingy. Happy Friday to you. Fireball Friday is back. Tommy Duday from the Brisbane Lions is going to join us. Isaac Quain, a young star from the Pies, has got a new five-year deal. Kingy's been out to see the Pies training. After 7 o'clock, we're going to go through his training reports and see if we can deep dive on what you really mean. Because you've been very diplomatic. You've been too scared to offend anyone. You've been very positive. Positive season. Yeah, I want to deep dive into who you're actually worried about. I'm you, thinking of this, he looks good, and this young player's a star, and who are you worried about, and who's looking really good is what see, I want to get to the bottom of. This is why we make a good couple, right? <laughs> you found a way from my positive tweets to say, yep. I'm reading between the lines. That was, your, yep. that was your in. I'm reading between the lines. And turn what I'd written into a negative. I couldn't no, work I, out I how you said, did that. I, I just said you were glowing of Collingwood last year, and this year you haven't been as, I don't know, bullish, if that's the word. I just thought I'm, I'm just yeah. reading between the lines. Is All there right. any concerns? Have they got ahead of themselves? Um, but, look, you've been at the Tigers. You've been to Melbourne. You've been to North. You've been everywhere. So we'll, we'll do that after 7 We will. Love talking, we love talking footy. That's what we do. You, what was your – you well-received? That you had good access and – well, the clubs, and they, they clubs love like, it. I think the yeah. clubs appreciate yeah. the fact that you go, rather than just sit back and from the cheap seats pick them off uh, when, <laughs> when things – no, no, I'm being serious. When things go wrong, um, that you actually – you value what they do and you want to you stand with them and have a chat. So, oh, Sam Mitchell the other day, I shouldn't talk about Sam. We talk about Sam a lot. Mm. Sits down, 10 minutes. gives Is you back ten, with us this year? I uh, don't know. He, uh, yeah, I think he enjoyed didn't, it. Didn't tell you? Well, I didn't do the negotiation. That's okay. the, I was just happy to talk a bit of footy with him. He, and, and he'd been through a fair bit at that stage. And So you get a chance to, to run into the coaches. Not every coach has got time to give you, you know, 10 minutes mm. and it's a busy busy schedule they're running. But you don't get that access during the year. You only get it at certain stages of the year. So I love doing it in, in January and Feb. But I tell you what, a lot of feedback on the tech, temper text here. Is it still a temper text that we still, that we're going with? Yeah, the, 40 the old winks temper, temper text. The old 40 yeah. winker. Yep. Have you have you reading some of this that's no, coming through at the moment? Yet, actually, the, it Sometimes was the get it was it was the Skippers Bucks party last Friday. Oh no! Yeah, and it's gone big. And just by reading, but as you oh, say, reading between the lines on a couple. Mick. Yeah, if you read the one as a couple down, they're loose party boy. Anyway, I don't want to go into all of those texts, but one I love the arrogance of having a Bucks the day before you're playing cricket. I reckon that's terrific. And the captain, I, I think there's some merit in that. I, I love that. And then, and then to front up and think, we'll be all right. Um, and none for 438. So yeah, this, is confirmed. This, is yeah, confirmed. this is confirmed. This is confirmed. So this is a couple coming through. Nick says, not just any Bucks, the Skibbers Bucks, says my mail. Um, I played against St. Bridges. For years, they are known as loose party boys. They also play on a postage stamp ground where most uh, mishits still find the boundary. Uh, didn't they all, read that anywhere. They also did an atrocious afternoon tea. Uh, I don't do party pies when it's 40 degrees, says Bob. He's not happy. <laughs> Come on, Bob. What's wrong with a party pie? Um, and this one's from Kevin. I, I don't, you, you probably wouldn't have seen this, but this is just completely off topic. says, what about Katie Brennan's house on Grand Designs last night? Unreal. Um, says Kevin. So Katie Brennan, the AFLW star, was on Grand Designs, which is a great TV show, Australian version, where they go through 
the renovation or the build of someone's house. She has built a beautiful house. Have you seen it? That. I saw. I was watching the show last night. I oh, sorry. Believe it. I thought you were yeah. talking about Kevin. You watched it as well, did you? Yeah, I me. Mean, I, well, I just happened to watch this as well last night. So yeah, Katie, Are Kevin. You, have you I, been I looking at? You. Have you been looking at properties? No, I haven't. Are you? No. Is there something we should a, know? Is you? Are you? Are you looking in the Victorian zone? No, 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 I was just watching ABC Grand Designs, and Katie Brennan was on it. And I thought you'd done a great job. This small block, but they, what they've done in this small block is is unbelievable. Anyway, thank you, Kevin. We're, we're, you, we've gone moving, off topic. You think you're moving across? <laughs> when will you make the move? He doesn't need to be negative, Kane. That's what he has you for. <laughs> You guys should call this show half full and half empty. <laughs> oh, that's not right. That's not right. Hey, you know what? Brooksy's out the back. I just, I think we should really just play the stinger that they went with last week for, for the just oh, backing Tom over Morris. the top. It's very okay. good. Hello, I'm Charles Woolley. I'm Liz Hayes. I'm Liam Bartlett. I'm Tara Brown. And I'm Old Mate Picks. Those stories plus updates on hair hats and teeth whitening. Up next on Pixty Minutes. <laughs> well, I reckon that's terrific. <laughs> that's good. So, we got. So, we'll have to give uh, him some cases through the year for Pixty well, Minutes. Exactly. Some investigation. I'll, t- I'll tell you what I want Pixty Minutes to go have a look into. <laughs> I want them to have a look into how they arrived at Brooksy going to Vegas over and above Mitch Scott and. Jordan who misses out on everything. Nah, you know what? I've got no issue with with Brooksy. Like he, he has just been grinding mm. away for years. That does everything to make everyone else sound good and be good. He never demanded anything. Four days, I'm, I'll give it. Nah, he's, he's there's a chance it. Jared could have him on a plane back to Melbourne. <laughs> I'm telling you, the kid's from Seymour and, and Assumption College, and has been. I'm, I'm telling you. If there's been someone who's desperate to sort of set themselves free for I a few nights out, it's Brooksy on the air. I never, I never heard him speak on air. I want to get Brooksy on air. Maybe we'll do that before we leave today, just to uh, send him off on his way. Yeah, find out what he's looking forward to. He's got three bags back out there. You should see him. He's a good-looking yeah. rooster, Brooksy. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe Jared takes the good. You know, he, you got to have a good-looking friend when you go out. Maybe <laughs> that's Brooksy. That's your role. This, he's the he's the uh, Brendan Julian. Of the trip. And just on, did Pixty Minutes get to the bottom of whether Tom's new set of teeth are veneers or whether they've just been whitened? <laughs> That's what I want to set him loose on. It was Because you got the Tony Jones, Nick Revolt, Luke Beveridge veneers, or have you got just the whitening? Well, someone said there was an error in the whitening process that okay. might have gone a day too, too long. Too bright. Yeah. Have you ever have you ever given that a chance? Yeah, I've whitened my teeth. Yeah. Have you? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you get the, you get this. Oh, you get this mouth guard fitted. Yeah. And then you put the solution into the mouth guard, and then you wear the mouth guard for a couple of hours at night. That actually right. works quite well, but you Jeez. need to do it regularly. So um, don't know, if I started the teeth, I don't know where I'd finish. In fact, Stephen Dank, as we revealed yesterday, exclusively with myself and Sammy on breakfast, was spotted outside of. Fox footy is yesterday. This, is this true? This was oh, I legit. got a text from Sammy. This was legit. Well, it's pre-season, for, it's pre-season for everyone. It's pre-season for everyone. Pre-season for everyone. With the talent Have you noticed? at Fox footy. Exactly. <laughs> Big pipes. It's <laughs> pre-season for everyone, what, mate. What was that one that you take to get the bre- the tanned-looking skin? Mel- melatonin? 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 Whatever it is. Yeah, one of those. 
Am I looking, Brown? All right, you are. SEM Breakfast is powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia together. Yeah, I've seen him. And the Toyota Caller of the Year, it's back. It's your chance to win a 2024 Toyota Hilux GR Sport. There's a Toyota Hilux stock available now. Contact your local Toyota dealer today. We'll be back after the news headlines. Uh, you got a question for Kingy from what he's seen at your club? Let him know. 0433 98 We're going to ask him after 7 o'clock. Um, and a couple of Geelong fans wanting to know when you'll make the uh, hour drive down to the Cattery. Yeah. Well, Come on. Don't you start this. And I'll get enough of it on Twitter. I had a call Come from in the state. Ke- Come to Perth. I had a call from Ken Inkley wondering where you haven't been. Oh, a regular call. To Port Adelaide. <laughs> your weekly <laughs> call. To Port mean? Adelaide training. Well, you don't oh, need to Ken. go to West Coast because you get going. the updates from... So you're going to be objective on the Eagles. I'll put you or? above Clarko and above Simo and Bevo, all those other premiership coaches. Love you, Ken. Talk next week. Yeah, he didn't read the didn't read the criteria. Uh, that uh, hey, and the question he I've had got for seven you, flags below him. What the, the question? What, I reckon you need to revisit the criteria. <laughs> the question I've got for you and our audience. <laughs> This morning, is, are we bringing the quiz back this year? So oh, it, is we, our th- it is our third year. I think we did we, one we year of the quiz. Yeah. Then you sacked it because you spat the dummy. You well, said we had the, the quiz I'm talking no the good. same blokes every Friday morning. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, I was really flat. I was like, it's a right. nice little window in the show. We've got the people involved. You want it back? I th- well, I want to ask the question. It's, this, is, this is collaborative. This is oh. our show. I want to ask the question. Okay. Are we bringing, do, should we, and this is a Twitter poll, should we bring the quiz back? This year, and and as we tweet this, can we post the audio of our mate that's that sung the Fireball Friday song? <laughs> I jo- keep forgetting his jo- name, Jordan. Can you cue? Can you? I don't know. Can yeah. you cue it up in a sec? Because it's the greatest moment on this show. Well, it was a good start, had. wasn't it? That was my was... first day of sacking the quiz, and that's why you come with me. And since then, it's trail right. <laughs> so you said that stuff the questions. Yeah. The winner of the quiz will be decided by who gets into the song the most. Yes. An old mate from down Frankston Way, I think. Rosebud. Rosebud Way. Yeah, nailed it. Absolutely well, nailed it. So well, what, what do you, if, if we don't do the quiz, are you, are you, will you be upset? You like no, the quiz, don't you? No, I'll just be a little bit disappointed. Just All a little right. bit. Can we bring it back? Well, we'll put the, we'll put the, it'll be decided by the Fireball Friday audience I, I, on our Twitter poll. This, this is what you're talking about. This was the highlight yeah. of my year last year. Yeah. I said, I'm on fire. I said, I'm on fire. The greatest moment I've had on this show. So they're, they're the moments that we might miss if we don't bring the quiz back, but I don't want to influence uh, the vote. Now, the Choices Flooring Twitter poll will be for Choices Flooring. Revive and redesign your homes with spaces for living. You can transform your home with spaces for living. Revive and redesign sale at Choices Flooring, offering 20-plus discounted styles. Uh, quick sports update in the Herald Sun today. An attempt mm-hmm. to have the Hawthorne racism scandal thrown out by the Human Rights Commission has failed, meaning a world-first hearing and professional sport could still play out. It is understood lawyers for Hawthorne and two senior football staff, Clarko and Jason Burt, Petition to have the racism claims made by former players and their partners dismissed by the HRC, um, but to no avail. So this story continues to, unfortunately, bubble away in the background. 
Yes, it does. Uh, and it's going to go through 2024. Bulldogs midfielder Jackson McRae has suffered a hamstring injury at the club's preseason camp on the Sunshine Coast. He's expected to be available to play in the club's match sim later this month. But that's, this is not a good time, no. Hornsey, to be getting hamstring injuries or missing training of any way, shape or form. Yeah, so we'll, we'll ask you just the availability stakes as well from, from what you've seen and, and who has light numbers on the track. Don't ask too much. It's a bit of a warning uh, through January if you don't have your, your full complement out there. Now, the practice game is going to come around quickly, Kingy. Uh, they've confirmed clubs a number of their match simulation days, venues and times. Uh, these are all in Melbourne time. Uh, Melbourne and Richmond are going to play at Casey on February the 18th. So that's Got some thoughts about uh, Casey later on. I want to run by you. Too windy? It's a bit like the Saints when they went down to Seaford. Yeah, no good. I, I think you've got to bring Melbourne back to, to Metropolitan. To Melbourne. Melbourne. Okay. I've, I've never seen a high-quality game or a high-quality training yeah. session. I don't well, know where they make wind, but it ain't far from Casey, I'm telling yeah. you. Um, All right, so, that, so give that one a miss, everyone. Don't worry about going to watch Melbourne and Richmond. <laughs> no, that'll be a beauty. No good. That'll be a stinker. 10 a.m. Yeah. Get down there and beat the wind. Uh, <laughs> North Melbourne and Collingwood. <laughs> not sure where they're playing. How can you be not sure where they're playing? TBC. How can you have that? Where would that be played? It's, it's only in two and a half weeks. Yeah. How do we not know where they're playing? Keep your... Hey. Stay tuned for that one, North and the, <laughs> the Pies. I'm sure that'll both be a, clubs will, will update their fans on where that game will be played. Uh, the Giants are going to take on Sydney. Thursday. Uh, These are Thursday, the Feb 22nd. Yeah, Tramway Oval, wherever that is. Uh, the Blues and uh, and Geelong are going to play at Icon Park at 11 on Thursday as well. And Brisbane and Gold Coast, Brighton Homes Arena, uh, also on Feb 22nd. And what do you got on the Friday, Feb 23rd? Friday, Dogs and the Hawks witten over at 11am. That'll be a beauty. I'll be there for that. St Kilda and Essendon at RSEA Park. And that is that is a spectacular venue down there now at Linton Street. Uh, that's at 2pm. So be able to go one game to the next and then finish off if you can get yourself on a flight, which is what your mates keep asking yep. for in Adelaide. Port Adelaide versus Adelaide at Alberton Oval at 5.30. Showdown. And then a derby the following day on Saturday, February the 24th at Mineral Resources Park. Uh, as we just heard in the news, huge news in Formula One overnight. Uh, star Lewis Hamilton has made the switch to Ferrari in a last bid to win a record eighth world championship. So that would have sent shockwaves through the, the motorsport fraternity, no doubt. A cricket Victoria is optimistic about Will Pukowski's latest concussion. It's not career-threatening after the young star was ruled out of the next round of the Sheffield Shield. Big news in concussion yesterday, wasn't there? We might chat about that later on. Guidelines for, for junior sport uh, documented across the news outlets yesterday. Australia are going to take on the West Indies at the MCG in the first ODI today. First ball at 2.30. You'll hear that live on your home of sport, SEN. And harness racing, we love our harness, you and I. The Hunter Cup and the Great Southern Star is on tomorrow at Melton. Harness racing's heavyweights will battle it out in the AG Hunter Cup and the Great Southern Star. So I'm sure we'll have some tips for that later on the show. Yep, uh, check out the Vic Open today as well at 13th Beach. You can see that live on Fox and KO for you golf lovers. Bunning Trade can help you get to work with amazing value on a huge range. And a shout-out to the inflatable regatta, a two-hour float down the Yarra River in your very own inflatable boat. That's launching tomorrow at the Hawthorne Rowing Club. The website is inflatableregatta.com. 
Get involved in the show. Give us a call. Should the quiz make a comeback? one 736 736 We have a huge show coming up. Fireball Friday's back. Fireball. Nothing beats value parking at Melbourne Airport. Book online for the best rates at melbourneairport.com.au. Kane and Kingy. Oh, a lot of early love for recalling the quiz. Our Twitter poll is up. You can follow along SEN Breakfast on Twitter. At the moment, a commanding 72% of the voters think that the quiz should make a return if you want to vote on that. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit excited. Uh, Ben's with us in Adelaide. Ben, happy Friday to you, mate, and welcome to the show. Uh, good morning. What do you want to talk about? Um, I just want to say a big welcome back, boys. And I want to say a big hello to especially David, David King, and a big welcome back. On your Ben. Um, you might not remember this because you're so famous, but in Adelaide Oval, uh, young men in giant scarf stopped you to take, take a photo. When everyone was taking photos with Eddie Bet. Betsy? Take, take a photo. Yeah, well, everyone taking photos with Eddie Bet. Yep. And I came over and I singled you out and said, I love Fireball Friday, and I'm glad to say. Ah, good on you, Ben. Good on you, mate. Ben, are you an you. Adelaide? You an Adelaide supporter? They play finals this year. Um, yes, I did. When the win the flag, Travis spoke to Norm Smith. Hang on so a Adelaide win a flag. This is, this is my <laughs> point. And no, you want to Adelaide? No, no, Travis no, 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 Oh, you're a Port Adelaide. Well, what were you doing at a, uh, getting photos with Eddie Betts? Is it? A, oh. Oh, is he? He might be a fireman. Is it, everything all right there, no, Ben? No, I'm at work. I apologise. Yeah, where, okay. where are you working? Are you a fireman, Ben? Everyone was there getting photos of the bets because they were at the media stand. So he was just ah, there. Okay. No, where where do you work, Ben? Ben? What's what's, what's the alarm? What's the alarm in the background? Ah, uh, okay. All right. Someone, well, someone... Come visit me, Kane. Yeah, come visit will. him, Kane. I will. Yeah. Oh, you will not. I, what's, I go to Coles all the time. You're going to go and visit Ben, are you? What, we'll what colours is it, Ben? Take a photo we'll get, for we'll get, me, Ben. We'll get a photo Abbeville and we'll post Park. it for... Uh, Aberfour Park, all right. Yeah. Not too far away. Good on you, Benny. Thanks for your call. You can get involved, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 736 Wouldn't go through the register without paying it. That joint, do you? The alarm in the background. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, Kingy, the, uh, you want to start the, the over and unders for every team has been set. Yes. I want to know if you want to challenge me this morning. So we'll go through every team. Right, right. And we'll go whether that... Whether they're is, over or under. Where we think it's over or under. And then we will keep the tally. Well, we won't. Jordan or Brooks. Oh, or some, some, someone, someone will. And at the end of the year... I know will. Twitter will. At, yeah, Twitter definitely, <laughs> Twitter definitely will. So we're, uh, don't worry about it, Brooksy. Someone on Twitter will do it. All right, head to and head. we'll tally this up, but there All needs right. to be something on the line at the end of it, and I'm not sure what that is. Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Perhaps something relating to me with North Melbourne Ooh. and you with Port Adelaide for the loser. No, nah, I'm not we doing could... that. No, cut. I, you can keep, I can keep better company than that. <laughs> I'd like to see you in a prison bar jumper. <laughs> oh, no way. Yes. They don't even own the rights to it. So we'll do that after uh, we'll do that after seven o'clock Love as well it. as uh, as well as uh, Kingy's training reports. Uh, Will is in no Will's just dropped off. It's gone. Uh, yeah, all right. A lot of uh, 
text coming through. The quiz should come back if the winners of the quiz receive good you, prizes. We'll come up with good prizes. I rang Sammy Edmund yesterday. You, you've you? been getting away with murder with Sam. It's no, like the fill-in teacher. You, you're, you're taking advantage of a situation. It's been good radio, I'll give you the that, su- right? The substitute teacher. <laughs> substitute teacher. I loved it when the substitute <laughs> teacher was... <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> he says, come in here and say what you like. I, I, was, I rang Sam yesterday. I was disappointed that he didn't kick back about any of your suggestions that coaches should be paid. No, he did. He pushed back. Four bucks. He, he... No. <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> what were you paying, Simo? You... Uh, he was 18. He's... Yeah, 450. I mean, he's... Why could you could you afford to pay him any more? They lose by ten goals every second week. Did you see what their profit was for the year? <laughs> yes, they made one point nine million. I understand that, but you've in got a to year be they won three or four you've games. You've got to be paid what you're worth. Now, see, you get stuck into me about having the direct line to Ken Inkley. You've no, no. got the direct to Simo. No, you did this topic. I didn't bring this up. Yeah, you just brought up Simo and said that he should be paid more. On what basis? Than four fifty. Oh, yeah. oh, you, you wouldn't get a person do, to do that job of any any reputation <laughs> yeah, for four fifty. The toughest job in would. the toughest Tim, job in footy is Tim to be Gossage the wooden spooner. Tim Gossage would do it for four fifty. Tim Gossage would do it for four fifty. Yeah, there'd be a lot of people that would. And how would it go? <laughs> well, it couldn't go any worse. Well, you won a flag <laughs> a few. I'm they, like, yeah. you're so short with your <laughs> vision. So short. <laughs> It's a bit early he got Clarko five hundred grand a year. I nearly yeah, fell well, off my seat. He hasn't won a final since twenty fifteen. Like <laughs> you get stuck into Ken Inkley for his finals record. Like it's been like years and decades since Clarko's won a final. Like this is a year by year basis. You're telling me half a million bucks isn't a good wicket? No, it's not. Not for AFL coaching. No. No, I, and I said I did say that yesterday. I said, look, they're underpaid. Now, that's why I had Chris Scott on one point. They're underpaid, and then you said he, well, he can get four hundred and fifty. Well, it's, gotta, and have a story in the back, paper every day about it. You've got to back it up with performance. What would you do the job? Given what it does to your family and and your your own state of mind, your own personal health, why would you do well, that job for that volume of return? There would be a lot of coaches wanting an opportunity. There'd be heaps of coaches that would do it. Assistant coaches. I'm sure that no one's getting paid yeah. four fifty to do that job. That's well, that was my point. It was just, I thought that the, you let the substitute teacher, you abused the substitute teacher yesterday. No, I thought he pushed back when he when he needed to. But uh, it's just it's just what it was. It was a performance based deal Damn, for Ben's, the fact that the the club has fallen off the cliff. What should a coach earn? What should the premiership coach the, earn? Well, that's the thing. You've got seven million dollars. So that's that's all, and then twenty percent of their wage can go outside of that. So you, there, there is a unfortunately there's a limit, and they don't get paid enough. I'm with you. It's the same as assistant coaches, but when you've got a seven million soft cap and you've got to fit everyone else and doctors and masseuses and analysts and IT and assistant coaches, there's only so much that goes around. Uh, anyway, we're back, as you can tell, and we'll be back after this. Nothing beats value parking at Melbourne Airport. Book online for the best rates at melbourneairport.com.au. Kane and Kingy. A big prize to give away, I'm led to believe as well this morning. It is an AI1 putter from Odyssey, the number one putter in golf and a Signet Boost Power Bank. 
Signet Boost Power Bank will keep your phone, tablet and earbuds powered 24-7. So if you want to get involved in the next couple of hours, we'll give you the opportunity to do that. You can join in the Friday agenda as well. Two huge prizes to give away. So if you're just waking up to us, welcome back. Fireball Friday with you. Tom Duday from the Brisbane Lions, tracking very nicely, I'm led to believe, for a mid-season return. Isaac Quainor, fresh off his five-year deal at the Pies. And Kingy's training reports to come. And it looks as though the quiz is going to make a return this year. <laughs> Speaking of training reports, yeah. can you give us an update on how your, huh. your training's coming along for the boxing <laughs> bout against Nathan Brown? Very, very After slowly. Seven? Very slowly. You've been doing. You've been working out. I can tell. Yep, I'm a marathon runner, not a boxer. I'll tell you that much. Got a lot of work to do. Sen <laughs> Fireball Friday. The 40 Winks Temper Techs, the all new Temper Pro, is Temper's most adaptive mattress ever. It's here. We'll be back with you after this. Fireball. Nothing beats value parking at Melbourne Airport. Book online for the best rates at melbourneairport.com.au. Kane and Kingy. Fireball. Uh, it's a very good morning to you and welcome into the first Fireball Friday of the year. If you're just waking up to us, the McCafe menu is stacked. They're our official coffee partner. Tom Duday, the Brisbane Lions recruit, is going to join us. Isaac Quainor from the Pies. What a player he has turned himself into. The agenda will be back. And your calls with a couple of sensational prizes to give away this morning. The open line, 1300 736 736. We're powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors, and land pride attachments. David King is the best analyst in football. He's uh, had a nice, relaxed off season, but still doing some work including going around and visiting a number of clubs to check in on them throughout the preseason. Kingy, where do you want to start? Can I just get your overall observations of clubs training and are they all doing the same things? Are they? Does it look the same when you go to clubs or can you tell the professionalism, the standards, the program as you visit each club as to where they sit on the AFL ladder, I suppose? Yeah, it's, it's a good discussion, and a lot of people think you get nothing out of going to training. Hence, the fact they don't go, and it's an easy thing to it's an easy thing to say. Oh, you don't learn anything. You learn more than sitting on the couch. I know that. What you do learn, and I only go to look for change. It's all about change. What's changed at this footy club that's either going to take them forward or or, or backwards? And it, now, there's a few different ways to look at it. The first thing is coaching change. Whether that's coaching personnel, new coach comes in, new assistant mm. coach new ideas, and ultimately new methods. So what are they doing that's different? So you go go to Richmond the other day. I I think Richmond's ball movement model will be a lot safer than what it's ever been under Damien Harvey. Kicking more? Kicking more, um, less risk, wider. Look, That's how it looks to me. Now, I've only seen them fleetingly, and I get all that, and I understand that they can say, well, that's not really what we're doing. We're, We're sort of going A, B, and C rather than what you're saying. So I'm looking for change in method. I'm looking for change in ideas. I'm looking for change in playing personnel. So what's actually walked into the place? So like you go to St Kilda, for instance, and I think Riley Bonner will have a pretty good, a pretty good opportunity with St Kilda. I yep. think that he'll be, he'll, he'll be. I saw that Paddy Dow got injured during the week, which is a real setback because he was going really well. So you're looking for like Liam Henry. I made the comment mm. that I think a, the, the trio of Henry, Wangani, Miller, and Hill are going to run riot for the Saints. Mm. They, they are going to be a treat to watch. Now, 
some people say, oh, well, Liam Henry's never been a gut runner. Well, I think he's been encouraged to play like that under a new set of eyes um, and with a you know, new new opportunity, a fresh voice, if you like. And then you're looking for positional moves, um, someone who's maybe going to get more centre bounce opportunity, someone who's maybe going to you know, swing from the back line to the forward line. Where's Sam Darcy going to play? Where's, mm. where's um, Blake Hardwick going to play? Those sorts of things. And then you just go off, you just keep your ear to the ground. I think talking to coaches, they're more likely to talk about other teams than themselves. So you do you do learn a lot. Mm. I, mm. I love it personally. And I think it's one of the – there's reasoning to it. The, the, the people that go to club trainings know more about their team than anyone. So I, I, I like talking to those people. You know, some of them give you nothing. Some of them give you plenty. And that's, yep. the, that's the risky thing. Who's let, – let's start positive. Who has – really impressed you. I think last year you were pretty glowing of Melbourne and the combative nature of the way that they train. Mm. Um, and also Collingwood really stood out to you, I think, from the, from this time last year. Yep. Is there a club that blew your socks off or not? I saw, or are they all similar? No, they're not similar. They're, they're, very, they're very different. They all try to be similar, I think, but yeah. they're, they're very different. This time last year, I wouldn't have had... Um, Carlton anywhere near a, a top four position because of <clears throat> not just the way they train, like they just didn't look to me ready to be that team. Yeah, you know, they they didn't look you know hard, rock hard fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really yeah. mature, demanding of each other, and, and and the standards of training. I didn't think that that whilst they were they were good, mm. they weren't they weren't top four good. Elite, yeah. They, they trained. They had a three-hour reckon session, the, the one I went to, uh, which was probably the, the, the best session they've had for the year. It was a brutal session. Um, and, and they trained like I spoke about Melbourne last year. Mm. Full-on contested, some old-school stuff, you know, where the, where the coach throws the ball back 1v1, you get it back to the coach, knock it away, go again, go again, go again, yeah, go yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. sort of stuff. I haven't seen that yeah. for 15 years. And I thought, yeah. well, you know what? It's simple stuff. But it's all about winning your own footy, winning your own contest, um, and then you just then you see. So, so if you're asking me a club, I, I would say that that Carlton session is the toughest one that I've seen for for a long time. Not yep. just at Carlton, but for a long time. You mentioned McGovern, and maybe that's an insight into where they're at. You said he, he looks as fit as he's ever been. Now, mm. after you said that, I've gone. What was taking him nine years to to finally wake up and get fit? But is that a, a symptom of him coming along with the demands of the group and perhaps for the first time they're actually demanding that players such as McGovern get themselves into career best shape. Otherwise you'll get left behind. Did you, did you see that at the Blues? And is that a good sign? Oh, well, thought, clearly it is. Yeah, and the penny drops at different stages and, and, it, and you can fluctuate with you. I mean, not everyone's just day one what they are, day 3,000. It, it, it changes for all different players and we're quick to criticise I understand that, but you go down to Carlton, and it's not just about McGovern. He does look ripping fit, and if he does perform to his levels, he'll have a he'll have a, a, a big season. But I'm not I'm not really about just the one player. Cottrell's going to be a very good AFL player. Now yeah. I thought he was one of those guys that's going to hover between your, your 21st pick player and your 30th pick player. He'll be yeah. in that in and out of the team. He's going to be a very good player. There's a, there's a tall down there called Harry Lemmy that they took uh, a couple of seasons ago, about pick 50 odd. Didn't know much about him. Had an outstanding session. I thought, well, mm. these sorts of guys I don't talk enough about. Elijah Hollands, 
Mm. I'm telling you, will have a big, a really big impact on on their ball use and their poise with the footy. He he is one that I know he's going to miss the first couple of rounds mm. Mm. Uh, because of the off field stuff, but he'll make a big difference to Carlton. Yeah, he fits fits straight in. I mean, he can. He, they try to play him forward. He's he's a midfielder, and I think he well, he's perfect for them really. And what they got him for was was an absolute bargain. So the so the Blues look ready to go from what you've seen historically and from where they are now and their progression of, okay, the, the time is now. And I don't think many would be surprised by that. But so you're looking for change though, Corns. Look, I'm, I'm looking for, yeah. like this time last year, we were talking about Sam Walsh missing six weeks of footy. Well, he had a rod in his back, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like that, that's not the case now. I don't know whether Fantasia plays or not. We talk. I don't think we've talked about a player as much as Horatio Fantasia for zero return. Uh, like we, in the league, like we have Arazio, but I don't know whether he plays. But let's just say he plays twelve games in the back half of the year. I mean, that's it. that's what we're talking about. They're just looking for the icing on the cake, Carlton. If he plays twelve games, he'll kick you twenty goals because that's what he does. He when he plays, he kicks goals. He's incredible when he plays. We know that he doesn't. But once again, as when they got him, he's like, well, it's worth a shot. Andrew Russell's there. They'll back him in to get him right. And if he does play. He plays well and he performs. Okay, so the Blues, one more other, one more club you've been impressed by. Uh, impressed by? Well, you've talked a lot about uh, – I'm going to be a believer in the Bulldogs. Can I say Okay. And I'm Why? Dis- well, because I think they've got wild card talent that, you, that, that is the, the tools. Uh, uh, yeah. Sam Darcy put on a clinic the day I was out there. Contested marking Played clinic. forward. Played forward and looked terrific and – now, I know they were throwing the magnets around a little bit on this this day that I was there, so you've got to see them four or five times, but they used Aaron Norton a lot higher up the field, and he'd become like a, he'd become like a Jeremy Cameron kicking the ball inside 50, but also rolling back in. So he's a difficult yeah. matchup. You've got to play a runner on him rather than a key position defender. So yep. you can get a different matchup if those guys deep forward can hold up. So if Darcy and Jamara can hold up as deep forwards – you get some flexibility with what you can do with Norton. And to me, that's a game changer. Yeah. So to play devil's advocate, I'll say, well, uh, they suck us in every year, the Bulldogs, because no, those names are there. They, they, You've been the, trying the to names sack them for three years. They don't suck no, you well, in. Well, well, that, well for that's, that's the reason why, because they're absolutely stacked. But they what 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 defensively did they do at training? So the offensive stuff's fine. Like Norton rolling up and Hugo Hagen and Darcy and the midfielders all getting 35 each is great. Can they defend? And did they work on that? Well, they got Daniel Pratt in. He's yeah. come from West Coast to, to, to the Western Bulldogs. And, I, and he, he was, in a large way, responsible for the, the, the web back in their halcyon days. Now, he's been, he's been in the system for, for a decade. He's a smart football mind. I'm, I'm backing him in to provide sound, uh, yeah. sound advice for Bevo. And I think Bevo's open for, for discussion at the moment. It's a good time to walk in as an assistant coach. It's probably hard because they, they haven't. I didn't see Keith on the track, and I know they got their problems with, with Tim English, who's going through some issues. But they've probably got, in my opinion, the rising star winner uh, for this year. You like him, don't you? Sanders, Sanders. He's, mate. He's he's just a sensation. Is he? He he, his work in tight was 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 really competent for for an eighteen year old body coming in and playing against men. Often hard. They sometimes can take a back step or mm. just just spectate. He was in. He was creating. He was linking up and and getting to the next the next contest as quick as quick as the season campaigners. So I I, I loved him. I thought he was mm. terrific, Sanders. Mm. And and the dogs have got to be. They're just starting to lose a few, though, aren't they? McRae, we we hear yep. about overnight. 
obviously Bailey Smith. So you just you just don't want them to be that team that has that injury injury riddled season. And the Blues are probably the same. I mean, Wittering will be back at some stage, but that's a concern. And then Silvani is a depth player. They they always seem to lose a couple of the Blues. Hopefully they get a good run at it as well. Then there's the middle-of-the-road teams, Kingy, or the ones where you've got no real idea. Would it surprise you if the Saints finished sixth? Would it surprise you if they finished 13th? No. Richmond's probably the same for some. You know, of of those group, Essendon in in the same mix as that. Who knows with the Hawks? That cluster of teams, has anything stood out to you there? Oh, I don't think the Saints are in the conversation with the Hawks. Okay. No, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I, I don't understand why the Saints wouldn't be better this year so they win than a what final. they were last. They win a final this year. Well, what, they win 13 games last year? Yeah, what? but they so to improve, they've got to win a final. Well, not there's different levels. My, my belief on improvement is, is charging towards your next premiership opportunity. I don't really care what the ladder position is. I don't really care whether it's 12 or 13 wins, but you've got to be charging towards 16. I don't, I don't, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm about improvement to win a flag. It's, it's easy to build a team to finish seventh. But don't you have to taste that finals strong performance. Like this is why I'm big on Carlton. They've actually got there, performing really well, stacked up in finals. Brisbane, okay, win a couple of big finals and prove to us the Giants have been there. I'm not there yet with the Saints. Yeah. And I want to see that this I want to see that this year in September. So I think they've got to win a final, don't they, to improve. Well, yeah, may, maybe, but I don't see it that way. We see it differently. Okay. I, I just think you you're you're building your list, you're building your club for the premiership run, and and whether that's whether that's uh, linear or not, well, we we don't know, and it, it'll bounce up and down for for different teams. Um, one one thing I do know is that, like I spoke about those three runners before, Hill, Henry, and and, and Miller are, are going to be terrific to to watch, and yeah, Darcy Wilson, oh my God, does he kick a football and right. he can run? Like he's yeah. he's just going to be a tremendous acquisition. But it's more about the guys that are already there. Oh, they really haven't got. Full toed odds out of Max King. This mm. Filippo is going to be a, a, a top liner. Trains got, trains got like a trains like a star, um, and we'll talk about that later on. But I, I think the Saints are definitely improving on what we saw in twenty three. All right, there you go. Uh, if you've got a question, send it through one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Plenty of time to go through a couple of the other clubs. We're going to take a breather here because it's going to be joined by Tom Duday on the other side of this, and then we'll get back to Kingy's reports. Also, Isaac Quaino is going to join us. We're powered by Kubota. You can take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors, and land pride attachments. Tom Duday to join us next. Kane and Kingy. Yeah, it's Fireball Friday, and lucky enough, our next guest is an early riser. Brisbane's marquee recruit is Tom Duday. He's on his way to training, taking our call early. Appreciate it, Tom. Thanks for joining us. Morning, Jan. Thanks for having me on. Uh, life's good, is it? Take it. Take us through your uh, your start to life as a Brisbane Lion. Yeah, life's been great. Thanks, Kane. I've basically uh, been up here just over uh, probably a month and a half now. I had the three weeks pre-Christmas. Um, stayed up here for the Christmas break just because got some family up here and then um, now we're into the thick of it coming around to the pre-season games obviously but um, yeah enjoyed the climate uh, a little bit too much rain for mine at the moment I've been told by the Queenslanders it's a wet summer which apparently uh, is not the norm but uh, we'll see how that goes in the future and 
Yeah, the boys have been really welcoming. Medical team's been unbelievable. Coach has been great getting me up to date. And, uh, yeah, got to meet Tom Brady on Sunday night, which is uh, my idol and the one thing I had on my bucket list. So it's been a good move so far. What, what, what did you say to him? I asked him about his podcast and uh, he sort of nodded and goes, oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, uh, you had no idea what I just said, did you? I think, he was, uh, I think he was already checked out. As soon as he saw my mouth open to ask him something, I think he was uh, just another bloody fan asking the question. So, uh, but got to shake his hand and didn't wash it for a while after it. So, yeah, so we threw the touchdown to Lockie Neal, didn't he, as well? Yeah, on the buttons. It's unbelievable. The man's obviously he's older and he's one of the best, or he's the best of all time. But the the fact that he's got a uh, he's got a long sleeve button up shirt on. He's taking the jacket off. He's been sitting down for forty five minutes and then he just puts straight on the buttons on every throw. Um, and then there was one poor young lad who was about twelve years old. His old man paid a fair chunk for him to catch a ball and he dropped dropped four straight passes from the go. Oh, I don't right. think he'll live that down, the young fella. But anyway. Tom, I'm excited for you personally going to the Brisbane Lions who are right there, you know, on the verge of uh, premiership success, obviously, after a terrific campaign in in twenty twenty three. In your opinion, What's the one thing that you, you believe either yourself or the group are adding to, to just ensure that they can get that elusive premiership? Um, yeah, there's probably uh, a few different things that coming in from a, an objective point of view. I, I hadn't obviously been here for the, the previous five or six years of, of success, but the, the, the fact that they're not, they're not settling, they're not content with how last year went, they're looking at every sort of element of uh, the, the contest stuff, offense, team D, where can we get better, the back, back to the, the idea of intent, uh, driving your legs, all those little things that they looked at and said, hey, we, we got to where we wanted to be, but we didn't quite get over the line. How can we get that 1% better to, to eventually hold that cup up? And uh, it's been great to witness it, and now I'm starting to feel a part of it and getting that motivation as well. Like I said, the, the boys are hungry, the coaches are hungry, they want to go one step further, and hopefully I can help be a part of that. So do they reference last year a lot in terms of um, not just the individual game, the, the review of the grand final, but just the shortcomings of the season? Is that, is that referenced or, or are we charging forward? Not so much the shortcomings, but uh, the, the Lions, because they've obviously been in, in a lot of finals in, in recent years, sort of that's the benchmark. Is so A lot of the clips watched, a lot of the reviews and things like that that just involve finals games because that's the standard and that's the level... That, uh, that the club want to play at pretty much for the for the whole season. And then when it comes to the finals, it's like another game and just come out and do your best. And uh, that's been refreshing to see because obviously I haven't, I haven't played in a final or any finals because uh, I was in the reserves when the Crows were having their run. And then I uh, come here and now we're, we're bloody <laughs> used, to, mm. used to finals every year, which is going to be a change up for me. But it's something that is only really referred to when talking about different elements of the game plan. Not a, not a holistic thing, more just about how, how can we get better at this specific thing. Here's a clip from the grand final. Uh, they say it's lonely in rehab, but you seem to have a, a nice balance on, on lifetime. I've observed your commentary. You've got interests outside of the game, but for the second time you're going through it. Is it lonely and, and how are you dealing with it and progressing well? Can we have an update on your body? Yeah, progressing well, thanks, Kane. Got um, a... Uh, I had a sit-down meeting last, uh, was it yesterday, and went through and basically the return to play stuff. And every, you're sort of reluctant, as as you know, like rehab's never a linear process, so you're always reluctant to put a specific return date on. But uh, looking at progressing into more match sim stuff over the next coming months and basically do 
contact progressions for the next three weeks and then build into more game-like stuff and then hopefully be ready to go. Um, unsure yet. It could could be around that round three to four, five, six sort of area. That's that's the goal if you look at when I did the actual ACL and then um, the timeline. But, yeah, I would, I'd be lying if I said it wasn't lonely at times. I've been very lucky with the, the transition, how well the Brisbane medical team and the, and the Adelaide medical team have handled it. They... Adelaide made sure that they gave all of my information over and my data and testing and all that stuff, so it made it easier for the for the Brisbane crew. But um, no, I've been looked after really well. All the the boys I've had uh, stints with Lockie, Lockie Neal, Jared Berry, um, a few other boys that have been in rehab that have been able to look after me as well. So uh, there's times when driving home, I'm I'm thinking about how the fact I'm still a little bit further away from playing and all that I've been through. But majority of the time when I'm at the club, I've been looked after, and I can't thank the Lions enough for how they've handled the transition. Give me some names, Tom. Which ones have blown you away that you thought outside looking in? Yeah, he's not a bad player. Yeah, he's okay. That you've walked in and gone, no, he's he's a serious AFL commodity. Which which ones have have uh, I've opened the, uh, the the Tom Duday eyelids? I'll tell you one that I uh, he's obviously a great player. Everyone knows it. Um, Harris Andrews been been with him in the back line. I actually knew him a fair bit before I joined joined the team, but. I don't know if I've seen him miss a kick at training. The man just—he's—he's he's diligent. He's professional with everything in terms of weights, um, his prep, and then on the track, he's just a really, really good trainer. And you can see why he's got to the level he has. Same as Lockie, like obviously he's a two-time Brownlow medalist, but you've got the—the the fact he's in rehab and he's doing extra ground balls, extra hands because he wasn't quite clean that day. You can see why the man never misses a ground ball and why he's mm. uh, so consistently racking up touches. Uh, Jasper Fletcher's probably a young guy that stood out to me. I. Uh, didn't know too much about him before I come over and actually moved into the place he was staying at. So I got to know him a bit during that process and then come out on the track and just his ability to run day on day, day in, day out. He's just consistently putting up good performance and uh, at training, he's one of those blokes who just sort of trains really, really well and you can see why he plays that way. So uh, there's probably a few that have stood out, but to be honest, the whole list, you can see why they are where they are because they're not just talented, they work hard and they, they train hard and they used to get the results for it. Did you live with Cam Rayner for a bit when you first moved over, and what's he like? I did. Yeah, he's a ripper, Cameron. He's uh, yeah, he's one of the greats. I uh, I didn't really know him at all before I moved over. Besides the fact that I'd played on him a couple of times, I know he's a he's a big body, he's explosive, and if you if you don't check him well, he can get off the chain and take over a game. So I knew that I um, had a bit of a rivalry with him in that regard because I played on him. But no, he was straight away welcomed me in, uh, made sure that like if he was up to something that I could tag along with him and just get to know the boys a bit better and um, didn't realise he'd be he'd pretty handy in the kitchen too, okay? didn't expect that, he, uh, he whipped up a few good meals and um, his mum's in Brisbane as well so she'd come over a couple of times to cook for us after some long days of training so I, uh, yeah, he didn't miss a beat when I was staying with him and uh, yeah, he's one of those guys that's uh, really stepping up as a leader too, he, his voice on the track, his communication, his Making sure I know where to be and and the different terms terms that they use. So he's been uh, he's been great for me in terms of getting used to Brisbane, but also getting used to the system. Uh, you follow the American sport closely. I'm interested in your view of of our system of player movement. Now you've you've been through it. Uh, I'm not sure how you reconciled the the contract offer from Adelaide that you received and then perhaps was rescinded after you got injured. There's also the mid-season trading element to it. Are we doing it well, Tom, and how could we do it better? Yeah, good question. I, I think 
um, the, the American style, I know there's a lot of uh, AFL feels like we're in a state of like uh, not, not behind the American sports, but just we, we do it our way and we like it. But I, I do like the idea of player movement. I think there's probably five or six blokes on every list that could be getting another opportunity somewhere else that could better their career. And I think the, the freedom and the ability to do that earlier in your career, the, the free agency stuff. And I don't mind the mid-season trade period. I think with our incomes, you'd probably have to add um, a little bit of incentive in that regard, whether it be um, paying for the move, cost of living for the first month, all that sort of stuff. Like I'm just imagining a first or second year player getting trained, trained to Sydney would be a big move. But yeah, I feel like the Americans do it well in the sense that it's player driven and there's a lot of freedom around it. And I think that's somewhere where we could progress, probably not too drastically to start with, but definitely in the future. I was going to ask you about the mid-year trade period. So from a player's point of view, if we asked you at round 12 to make a move, given that most players have got partners and families or whatever to, to look after, what sort of impact would it have on you? Would it be, would it be doable? Would it be easily done? Is it something that you've, you've thought about? Uh, I don't think yeah I don't think it'd be easily done for anyone. I, I suppose maybe if you were a third year player, single, just renting a place, and, and you didn't have as many connections in in that new state that you've been in, say you were a Victorian drafted over to Perth or something. But I think for for someone who's starved of an opportunity, I think myself in in 2017 where I felt like I was playing some really good footy, couldn't quite get a game, um, something like that where there'd be an opportunity to go somewhere else and, and play some good footy and do what you what you want to do because you, you, you drafted to play AFL as much as you want to get better in the reserves and, and sometimes the reserves can be fun and you can win premierships, all that sort of stuff. You, you're there to play AFL. So if there's an opportunity that presents itself, I would think most players would, would jump at the opportunity. And, I mean, if you've got kids in school and things like that, that would probably change it. But for younger players that aren't quite as tied down to, to where they are location-wise and connections-wise, I think it would be good just to have better opportunity to, to do what you're here to do. Oh, mate, appreciate the chat. Fascinating stuff. Good luck with the rehab and, and can't wait to see you back out there this year for the Lions. Appreciate it, fellas. Thanks for chatting. Tom Duday, always generous with his time, as are the Brisbane Lions. Now, they have a whole list of blockbusters at the Gabba this year, including Carlton in opening round and Collingwood on Easter Thursday, which is set to be sellout. So don't miss out on a seat. Get yourself a Lions membership today. The club is on its way to target 62,000 members, which would be a club record. Tom Duday was our guest. We're off to get a coffee from the McCafe. Uh, if you're just joining us, Tom Duday was with us from the Brisbane Lions, targeting a round three or four return date off the back of the ACL injury that he has had, but uh, enjoying life at Brisbane. We're here for Melbourne Airport Parking. You can book online for the best rates at melbourneairport.com.au. Your calls are on the open line, one 736 Let's go to South Melbourne and speak to Mark. Welcome to you, Mark. G'day, Kingy. How are you, buddy? Hello, Happy Mark. New Year and, um, what about me, Mark? You didn't, say, you didn't say hello to me. <laughs> No, because you're you're not on the St Kilda bandwagon, and I can't <laughs> wait for you to basically right. clean my. All right, you 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 continue you continue with Kingy with your little love fest. On you, Mark. Go on. <laughs> All right. Firstly, boys, I was down at Torquay. I saw Sam Mitchell down there, and the first group of young kids, given all of them, there was a bike who looked like an like a fisherman, who Sam. Mitchell was with. I don't know who he was, but I was impressed by that. And then I saw Jordan D. 
the goalie around the town looks outstanding. But let's get to St Kilda, Kingy, because I want you... You know, I'm building a bus and a trailer. At the moment, you're in the trailer, but we might have a space on the bus. Now, let's go about St Kilda King, because you know I go to training and I know the ins and what outs down there. What do you see? Okay, the, the question I'm worried about is our two little forwards, Butler and Higgins, against the top teams, can, can only kick seven to ten goals against the top sides. Where, I'm at, where I think St Kilda are going to be outstanding thing is Wing Hagen was given I think right at last year put in the effort pre-season he has they've rewarded him with Danny Frawley's Guernsey people forget that last year our group 25 to 30 year olds didn't play mm. we didn't have King on memory in Philippu I can tell you for a fact last year he nearly wanted to go home this year he's thriving to play. So, you, you know... Right, Mark, field... cut, cut, cut to the chase. Well, we're, Kingy's... I'm saying a, a finals win is an improvement. Kingy's sort of a bit vague, sort of, are they on the track to a premiership? I don't know what your, what your judgment is, oh. Kingy. I don't know where you, where well, you what sit do you on, want to, what does on it, what's what does an improvement. Well, if they'll gonna... improve, is my, my point is they'll improve. All right, so you Mark, are all doom and gloom you, on you're, them. You're going to judge it. You're Putnam. What's a, what's, a, um, what's a pass, Mark? Mark? What's your expectation? What's a pass, Mark? Mark. Well, I said top four because you've got one top of the four. best kids. That, when you've right. got the best kid in the forward line, Max King hasn't even played, and then you have the midfield that's got depth. Now you've got pace. You know the young kids improve five percent. You've got Zach Jones will be better. We're not going through oh, the okay, list, mate. Mate. All Come right, on, Mark. Mark. Come we on, buddy. We, we, we got it. We cut to the chase. <laughs> Top four for you. We'll chat to you, no doubt, throughout the year. Looking forward to it. I uh, look forward to it, Mark. And I, I, I'm with him, right? I'll give you something. Of the teams that could potentially break into the top four that aren't there in the moment at 2023, I, I think St Kilda are a, a fair chance. Okay. I think they're one of two or three that could that could potentially rise into the top four. Do you agree? Or no, not? I, I I vehemently disagree. Mm. You're very negative you, on the Saints. Vehemently, yeah. I just don't think. Well, Owens I, and Windhager, uh, you should yeah. see that physical. Win, the, Windhager's a Windhager is a good role player. Like he's, okay. he's like he's, you need he's him, right? Yeah, you do. But he's he's got some limitations on his game. So I, I I look. I love him. I love his fitness, his running power, his discipline. He can play a role, but when he's got the foot in his hands, he turns it over. So there's limitations on what. He can do. He's not going to be a player that's going to drive you. Yep, Owen's terrific. Philippo, I'm with you. But every club's got like look at North. They got ten of those. North have got ten of ten Philippos and Winhagers. No, they're they everywhere. No, they they're do. Every, that, they that is do. The, you've said some silly things this week. They don't have North ten Mel- Winhagers. North 10 Melbourne Philippos. have got ten Philippos. No way. They do. No way. I'm telling you, they do. They've, well, name they've, them for me. Well, I will. Ten. Yeah, Dersma, McKerchip. They've been there. They've been played. Yeah, two. Right. Well, Keep going. Played one one year. Like they're they're LDU. They're everywhere. Larky, Combin. They're everywhere at North. Phillips. Combin. Combin has hardly played. The small handballer. Like that. So every club. What I'm saying, and I exaggerated, but what I'm saying is every club has a good couple of young players. Now I'm excited stars. about Mitch Owens. Like I heard Dermot Brereton talk about him last week. 
He yeah. thinks he's on a Nathan Fife type trajectory. We all love Mitch Owens, but this isn't that the, isn't that what we're talking about? Why yeah, can't you be the, excited about young yeah, people? Because I just grabbing think, hold of a footy club. Because I just think there's other lists that are better. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, I but think that, there, that, are, are there, other, there are other uh, coaches that are poorer than yeah, Ross Lyon no, get, for I extracting. Yeah. What, they, they won 13 games last year, and and I think that they'll be winning 14 or 15 this year. All that's right. that's. I mean, where that finishes, I've got no idea. Yep. Whether that's fifth or fourth, or who cares? But they're one so for the me. Line, the line on. for the Saints, and we're going to do this before the end what of the it? show, is eleven and a half wins. Oh, you're, get you're on going board. Where, Kingy is going way over. And do you, you might. Have, uh, do we have to be going under? You, yeah, I'm going. No, I'm going. Okay. No, I'm going under. I'm going under for that. Oh, like so this. there's 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 our oh, first one. Like and uh, for those of you that uh, are looking for a tip for the rising star. King might have someone for us later on, or I don't know if he's going to keep the information to himself, whether he's going to share it. Sanders. I'm on Sanders. You you, you found another one. You found another one. I was made aware on the old Tampa text that Sam Darcy's still eligible. (laughs) I didn't recognize that. Yeah. Okay. Gamble gamble responsibly. Uh, See, there's the sort of stuff we get off the Temper 40 Winks text. It's the all-new Temper Pro, Temper's most adaptive mattress ever. It's here. It's a mattress like no other. You look, you've made me go over time. We'll be back after this. <laughs> Fireball. Nothing beats value parking at Melbourne Airport. Book online for the best rates at melbourneairport.com.au. Kane and Kingy. Kingy's been track watching. We've gone through a little bit, but a couple of clubs we didn't get to. Uh, why don't we go to Richmond? Because you were there this week, Kingy, and they had a bit of a scratch match. What were your observations quickly? That, that nothing's changed with the top four or five. They're, they're, they're out and out beauties. And Dust, yep. Dustin Martin, my God. Uh, he, and for a man who's generally not interested in this time of year... <laughs> He just put 15 minutes together. You went, yeah, no, he, he's right. I think Adam Uzo would have said, get, get him off now. Just just get get him out of all traffic, please. Yep. It's good to see good to see the Tigers and good to see Adam Uzo doing something different because they're probably a club that needs regenerating, yeah. fresh voice, whether that be on or off field. They just they just maybe needed this. Um, Forward line? Well, there's there's a lot of question marks as there is at every club, but it just looks to me like they're going to try and kick the ball a bit more and a bit longer, and just not sure they're they're as skilled as the as, as some other teams in that in that facet. I thought Dow was really good. He's a player that could play round one midfield for them. I know there's a lot of people playing super coach love hearing that sort of stuff. Trasize was a mid year pickup, uh, mid year acquisition last year. I, I think he'll play a bit of footy across half back. So a fresh name. Um, I know you don't want to hear it, but Jacob Hopper, a, a full yeah, you, a full preseason, yeah, yeah. I, mate, he's 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 a serious player. He needs to, yeah, he needs, yeah, needs, he's, needs to have a good year. I, I think your criticism last year was fair, but I, I think he's ready for a big year. So you asked me before on the Saints, and you said of, of a team likely to slide into the top four, you you think they could be one of those of teams likely to slide into the bottom four. I'm suggesting. I'm suggesting Richmond is in that category. Are you with me on that? Uh, am I with you on that? I haven't done a one to eighteen. To be perfectly frank, <laughs> I don't see them. I, what's the over under? Give me your over under. The over under is ten and a half. No, they're not getting a ten and a half. Okay, no. so under under ten and a half. Under ten and a half. But there's a kid down there called Steely Green. Steely. 
Steely Green. I think you'll like it. Yeah, I know. I know. I look at you with your big beard and I say Steely Green. I think I'm talking about him or to him. Um, But he's he's a little bit in the the Liam Baker mould. Like he's a shorter player that just gets the right spots. He he probably kicked three or four the other night. And it wasn't the three or four, you know, pack marks or beautiful crumbs. It was just being at the right spot at the right time. I have got a question mark on the, the, the acquisition of Kaczynski. What okay, is why? his year going to be? Like, he, he, he dropped one the other day. I mean, I've dropped a lot of chess marks in my day, Corns. You made a living out of dropping chess marks. Get your loose ball numbers up. But when you're a centre forward or a full forward, you can't be dropping chess marks. No. He, was, he was hit lace out the other night. I'll tell you what, if it was a bag of manure, he'd drowned. It was, right. it was, just, okay. it was just amazing. So I, I'm, I'm not sure they get to 10.5, but again, they're resetting as a footy club. I don't think winning 13 games is on their priority sheet uh, this, this season. It's a, it's a complete refresh for me. Um, but it, it's just good to see some of their younger kids uh, taking control. All right, and the Hawks? Gee, the Hawks are going to be exciting. Are they? Oh, they're full. You're on, you're on board? So the over the over under for the Hawks is eight and a half wins. Ooh, eight and a half. Jeez, we're giving out a lot of sugar <laughs> this morning, aren't we? Eight and a half. I, t- I, I think they'll beat eight and a half. What they win okay. last year? The Hawks. They won last- seven. Yeah, they're doing they're doing better than that. All right, so they get to nine. Jath to a wing. I, I thought Connor McDonald was the was the standout performer of the session. He's a. There are a few players in our comp, I was going to do it later, but there's a few players mm. in our comp that just train better than the rest. Yep. I go and watch I go and watch Collingwood, and you cannot stop looking at Nick Dacos. Dacos. Last year and patches this year, he's just getting back to full full um, full training or full just let yourself go sort of style. Sam Walsh is another, and Christian Petrarca. They are the top three trainers in our comp right now. Of right. what I've seen, and don't come at me because I don't go in a state, of course. That's obvious. Of what I see, those three train head and shoulders above the rest. There's right. there's a reason why they're absolute top line in their comp. This kid, Connor McDonald, does the same. Now I'm not saying he's going to get to that level, but he was he was terrific. Uh, I like Bailey McDonald, a young guy across half back. Mm. I don't know whether they're going to give him much opportunity early, but if he does, who are you going to who are you going to put your best small defender on at Hawthorne? Yeah, their forward line's exciting. Did you get a look at Watson, the wizard? Oh Was my, he... did I get a look at him? Yeah, well, tell Mate, us. you can't stop watching him. Okay, he's he's like a he's like a little Stephen Milne type, but goes further up the ground. He, he's okay. left and right, everything at full speed, clean, low to the ground. Look, I know he's an undersized player. <laughs> They're gonna have they're gonna have four or five difficult matchups to tackle. Mm. Luke Bruce rolls the shoulders, breaks tackles. Hardwick's playing forward now, breaks tackles. Univan's down there. We know yes. what we know what, yeah. Yeah. We know what he does. And then Watson did the same a couple of times, and that's without talking about uh, Dylan Moore, who's also a very good player. So their small forwards are going to be terrific um, in terms of hitting, putting pressure on the opposition to get their matchups right. Chole looked really good. As a as a high roaming centre half forward, um, and Sam looks like he's he's giving him a lot of confidence as a player that really third opportunity needs to gra- needs to grab hold. Uh, so I'm a, I'm a little bit excited about him. Good stuff. All right, there you have it. If you want to have your Did say, you, you can do that. Say? What did you say over or under? Uh, I'm going to go nine. Yeah, I'm going to go over as well. All right. Still got a few clubs to get through. It's Fireball Friday. We'll be back with you next. Under pressure. Under pressure. Fireball.
Nothing beats value parking at Melbourne Airport. Book online for the best rates at melbourneairport.com.au. Kane and Kingy. Uh, executive production decision was made in that little breather there. We're going to do half the over-unders today and half next week. So if you're just joining us, the over-and-unders have been set um, by the markets, I guess. We've done three already. So Richmond, the over-under is 10.5. Kingy and I are both going under. The Saints over-under is 11.5. Kingy is over. I am under. And the Hawks are at 8.5. And, and we are both over that. So we're going to collate this. We're going to keep a record of it. Uh, you out there are going to decide what the loser has to do. I want to see Kingy in a prison bar Port Adelaide jumper. No, nah, no chance. Um, <laughs> and I am putting a limit on how many unders you can have. You cannot have more than 14 unders. Okay, all right. Yeah, that, that's a good point. <laughs> You're two point. from three so far. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. Um, all right, we'll get back to that. Isaac Quain is also going to join us. <laughs> Nothing beats value parking at Melbourne Airport. Book online for the best rates at melbourneairport.com.au. Kane and Kingy. Fireball Friday is back. Big name guests right throughout the year and we're kicking it off with a bang today. Premiership star with the Collingwood Football Club has just signed a new five-year contract, has been good enough to join us. His name's Isaac Quainer. Isaac, thanks for your time and congratulations on, I guess, a huge last 12 months. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Um, yeah, it's been a bit of a whirlwind, but um, I'm super grateful and, and keen to be locked in for, for another five, which is pretty cool. Uh, you bodies are all good? You limped off the track a couple of days ago? Yeah, I was just I was just carrying on. Um, it turned out I just I just bru- just bruised my knee. I just I landed on a stud and it, it automatically had a flashbacks to when I cut my my leg open. Um, so my initial my initial thought was that, but um, yeah, it ended up being fine. I was just just a bruised knee and I was just carrying on and ended up coming back out and finishing the rest of training, which is good. Oh, good. All right. All good. Hey, um, I, I really admire players that prepare themselves like fully elite athletes and I'm interested in, in what you do in the off-season because you, you come back, you look rock hard. I've seen a couple of uh, Instagram vision of, of what you do and your explosiveness and your ability to work on that. What, what, what did your off-season look like and what did you work on individually and athletically? Yeah, um, well, I guess, yeah, off-season's, I guess, a bit of a time to try some try some new things um, and try and find a way to kind of get that competitive advantage. And um, Yeah, like, obviously, it's important to have a bit of a break, so I was away in, in Bali and Byron Bay and chilled out for a little bit. And then, um, yeah, when I was back in Melbourne, I was um, doing some gym stuff with uh, my external gym coach, whose name's Chris Povey, and doing that with the Dacos boys as well, which, which is some pretty... Uh, pretty good company and yeah we're focusing on strength power uh in the gym so just a little something a little bit different to you know what we usually do and um obviously there's plenty of running involved um throughout the week as well which is an important part of the game these days as you know so you've got an external coach as well as as what you've got at the club and and that comes with the club's blessing yeah well i think i think the clubs as long as you're as long as your, your intentions are to, you know, train hard and, and improve yourself, I think the club's always going to be uh, pretty confident 
in, in that. So, yeah, it obviously works somewhat in conjunction with, with the club, but, yeah, it is, it's an external one. Isaac, it has been an, an unbelievable rise from yourself and, and the Collingwood Football Club under the guidance of an off-field staff that are just 100% positive with you guys and challenging you to get better at where you're strong. Can, can you let us in a little bit behind the scenes as to your relationship with Craig McRae and, and what he sort of pushes you to do both on and off off the field, if, if you like? We, we heard Mitch Marsh talk in his speech about what the captain and the coach have allowed him to do uh, and, and be himself. Mm. It's, it's a little bit down that line, I feel, at Collingwood. Yeah, definitely. I did actually, um, I, I did hear that speech. And I, yeah, a lot of the messaging that he was going with in regards to uh, the captain and coach and, and how they, yeah, as you said, allow allow the players to kind of be themselves. I think that's basically what we do here as well. I think Flyers obviously come in and created an environment where you know, personally for me, I, I feel like I can just be myself and, and, and feel confident in my own skin. And I think that gets the best out of everyone in a physical standpoint and also on a, on a mental standpoint. So, yeah, it's just an environment that's just based around enjoyment. Um, you know, we obviously have that competitive side of things as well. And um, it's obviously a professional environment, but it's all about, you know, we try and have as much fun as possible in the process. It's a competitive environment, Dan. There's no doubt about that. I mean, can you just the Collingwood fans will be listening in this morning? Can you just take this premiership hangover threat just off the table completely? What have you seen from this group charging back? Oh well, yeah, we've we've come back with plenty of energy. Um, we're we're really healthy at the moment, which is great, and our training standards have gone to another level. So our mantra this year has been all about getting back to work um, and and just. That's exactly what we've been doing, and it's been pretty exciting. I'm actually a little bit nervy before today's training session because I reckon it's going to be pretty solid. So I think um, Jared Wade, our SMC guy, has been, um, yeah, he's, he's he's an absolute guru at what he does, and um, yeah, he's he's so far the the preseason's been pretty solid. What makes him so good? I heard Tom Mitchell speak on a podcast about the way that he sort of allows you to prepare yourself and the freedom that you get. Uh, what what is it about the program that you enjoy? I think he's 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 a bit he does things very um, specific to you and your game style, which I think um, I've in past years haven't you know really been a part of. Like for example, the us high backs and high forwards who do similar type of running will do one conditioning block together, and then there'll be mids who do. And it's just I think there's different ways of kind of tapping into people's strengths. And also you can tap into people that might have the same deficiencies and kind of trying to improve those as well. Um, and then he just he just fosters a really competitive environment where you know, we're all highly competitive people and we just want to you know compete. That's what we love to do. So he, he kind of taps into that as much as he can um, to get the best out of us. What are you nervous about? What what what, what is giving you this uh, anxiety heading to training? What 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 specific drill or? event are you worried about this morning <laughs> <laughs> well yeah we, we've, we've got our four-day break coming up so i know that he, he'll go that 10 percent harder i reckon with just but it's, it's probably more the conditioning side of things as soon as the footy's <laughs> out we're all sweet but it's it's more the the running side of things that always seem to get me a little bit nervous but uh we'll we'll, we'll get through it and we're we're well prepared for it so for those driving to work this morning just thinking about doing a little session on Saturday or Sunday what what are you doing what do you expect to be the running session component today what sort of what sort of activity are you doing 
that's that's the thing. That's what's getting me a bit is that I have no idea. Oh. So it could be yeah, it could be a bit of anything. So yeah. What's, what's I'll, been I'll, the general what's been the general running format? Oh, we do a lot of like fart leg interval, short interval, shuttle training. It's all pretty stock standard to what a, a lot of the other teams would be doing, but uh but just yeah, it, it never gets any easier. <laughs> Has there been a theme for the preseason? I, I sort of enjoyed the explanation of taking the stairs last year. Has the coach come up with anything new this year? Uh, not, not so much specifically. I think, in regards to, there's been a lot of chat about the, you know, the back to back and oh, there's a premiership. Mm. I think we've we've just been talking about getting back to work, and and that that's kind of been the mantra for this this part of the preseason. It's just about. Yeah, getting back on the horse and, and doing what we do best, which is which is training hard and trying to find little ways to improve our game. We had Tom Duday on before, and Kingy sort of asked him the question, "Who's who's blown him away on the track?" And um, you know, you, you get the usual suspects at, at Collingwood, but has anyone impressed you that perhaps is a little bit more off Broadway that you think is in line for some improvement this year? Yeah, I tell you what, we've actually got a like the, the there'd be a bunch of names I could throw in the uh, the hat. I reckon mm. there's like. like Ash Johnson um, was really, really impressing. Um, he actually, he just, he was away sick with COVID, so he missed out on a week of training. But before that, he was, he was really, really impressive. Uh, Reef McInnes has had some really impressive training sessions. Um, Finn McRae has gone to a new level in the midfield, um, and even uh, Joey Richards as well has been really impressive. So like, there's been a bunch of younger, younger lads who have obviously got after it in the off season and. Um, have come back, yeah, this preseason with a point to prove, which has been really cool to see. So, so do you, in your heart of hearts, feel like 2024 will be a better season? I mean, you win the Premiership in 23, things have gone terrifically. You won all the close games and you, you finished top of the table, but it just sounds like the, the messaging coming out of Collingwood is absolutely on top of all of the, the health issues. Probably the most complete outfit at the moment. McStay is the only long-term injury yeah. On premises at the moment, do you feel like this has been a a perfect lead into to another opportunity? Yeah, well, I mean, so far things seem to be progressing really, really well. I mean, we're training well, as you said, we're really healthy. Um, we've come back. Everyone's super, super hungry to just get back to work and and you know, I guess do what we do best, which is entertain the people and and win games. So, yeah, I, like I, I obviously you go into every year optimistic of you know where you can finish and, and obviously the end goals but yeah at the moment I'm I'm worried about this running session today so we'll take it one step at a time. Isaac Kleiner is with us premiership defender with the pies you, you had a bit of a motto which which we liked last you look good feel good smell good play good so you yeah. was it a new fragrance every week and have you got something for us this year? Yeah, I've got a. I've actually I've added a fair bit to the collection over this off season. I've gone a bit, <laughs> gone a bit, a uh, bit crazy with it. So yeah, there's plenty of new scents that I'll uh, be bringing out throughout the year. So you'll have to check in with maybe a few of the small forwards if you ever interview and see if I'm smiling all right. <laughs> the beach. <laughs> uh, what, 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 have you bought your own stuff out, Isaac? Have you got your own fragrance out yet? No, no. There's it's there's been there's been brief conversations around it and it's something that I um, would love to do in the future but it's just got to be the the right setup so yeah I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for it I'm, I'm, I'm manifesting it <laughs> alright like well, it 
Mate, we're, we're thrilled to have you on the program. Love watching you play, and uh, you're in for another big year. Appreciate it. Good luck. Well done. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Isaac Quaino on his way to training. It sounds like it's going to be another big one down there uh, for the Pies. Now, they're going to open up their campaign on Saturday, March 9, against the Giants. Bit of by-play around this one with some comments from Mason Cox and Dave Matthews. So this is going to be huge. Giants Stadium in Sydney, Saturday, March the 9th. Uh, Isaac Quaino, our guest. Uh, we've got plenty more to get through this morning. Still uh, a few teams we haven't touched on yet with Kingy's training reports. Got to get his thoughts on his old club, North. Uh, so you've been down there. The Demons are an interesting yeah. one as well. So we'll get that. And we'll continue doing our over and our unders. Got to get to the Bombers. Would the Bombers be on today? I just wonder if the the uh, track watchers out there know if the Bombers are doing something serious today. Because it sounds like the Pies are going to have a belter. They're all in. Uh, yeah. Bombers fans, are you on today? 0433981116. King, you might head down for a look. Uh, there, Isaac Quaynor, our guest. Fireball. Nothing beats value parking at Melbourne Airport. Book online for the best rates at melbourneairport.com.au. Kane and King. Uh, flying through the first edition of Fireball Friday for 2024. Still time for you to have your say and win a couple of great prizes we've got up for grabs as well. Kingy and I are doing the over and unders. Uh, so far, Hawthorne. Richmond and the Saints. Uh, so just revisiting, both Kingy and I have Hawthorne going over eight and a half. We've both got Richmond going under ten and a half wins. Kingy has the Saints over at eleven and a half. I've got them under. Uh, the Demons, Kingy, fourteen and a half. They won. That's the over and under this year. They won sixteen last year. Over or under for the Demons? Fourteen and a half. Four. So the, will they get the fifteen? Uh, I'm going under on that one, um, reluctantly, because I know you're an unders fan. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I'm, a bit, I'm a big unders fan. Oh, you're an unders fan. <laughs> so you're going under 14. Yeah, oh, Look, I'm going to go under as well. I think they get the 14, so I'm going to go. I'm going to go under. I've got them about six, so we're both under for Melbourne. Looks uh, like Trent Rivers going to get more opportunity as a yeah, five midf- midfielder. Midfield. Bailey Laurie was in there as well last week. Like Kynan Brown, a young fella, did a few things in there, little scratchy last week. Disappointed to hear Fulton, who was one of their off-season acquisitions, do a hammy, a tendon-related hammy. Give That's me a your bad thoughts one. on Gorn. What thoughts you, do you You think he's the most important player to yeah. any team. Well, he's not going to – I mean, who's second ruck out there? The, the luxury they had last year, and Lee Montagna touched on this regularly, even though Brody Grundy didn't, that didn't work out, he still played a volume of games and percentage of time in the ruck that Max didn't have to do mm. through the 23 home and away season. He'll have to do all that now. He'll have to do pretty much the, the, the heavy lifting if they're to be a top four team for, what, 80% of game time. I mean, that's a mm. big ask for a guy at that age um, to be the absolute yeah. man. I think he's the most important individual to any team this year. If he has a down year, they have a down year. Yeah, uh, a lot of miles on in those legs at the moment. So both of us are under on the Ds. Uh, North Melbourne, four and a half. This is the biggest over I've, one of the biggest overs I've got this year. North easily get the over. Easily, Kingy. Come on. They easily get the with over me? of four yeah, and a half. They, they get to five. If, they, if you tell me North, they get to five wins. 
Yeah, Are you I with think, me? I, well, yes, of course. Good. Okay. Of course they get to five. But don't ever say I don't say anything positive about your old club. Oh, you'd, what, they got board. to four and a half wins. I'm on board. <laughs> <laughs> Sign him up. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what they have got, and I'm big on this, and I know you t- you've already touched on this. Tackle-breaking mids. Yeah, make and miss midfielders. So whether they step through the tackle with violence like a, a Davies Uniac can do, just step through, or Simkin, or these guys just basically break a tackle. Mm. Or the guys that just dance around you and make you look stupid and you don't lay a glove on them. So the, the, the make you miss guys, I, I think that's become the modern game. Every training session you go to now is about stepping through that first wave of defence. And if it's right in your face, confront it, be, get violent, get through that initial wave, and then the game opens up. And we've seen the best teams do that. Colling would have taken it to a new level with their ball speed by hand to get the inside um, ball to the outside quickly, and they go. Melbourne, violent. They've been a successful team mm. for the last few years. Paddy Dangerfield has taken Geelong on that run. So I think every team's doing this. I think Kangaroos have got six or seven players that can go through the midfield that do that, Cornsey. I'm not saying they're strong anywhere else. Larky's a, a, a great a focal point for them up forward. Yeah. A lot of question marks on the other positions. Who's but playing midfield. back? Oh. Who's Who's playing? You playing half back or what? They're going to get to five wins. They're going to get to five. <laughs> no, I think that there's two ways of looking at that, right? And the easy yeah. way is to say they're no good, right? Yeah. Or the other way is to say there's going to be four or five guys that are going to get an opportunity to hold down that position. Now, no one would have thought that. Quite regularly, you see rookie list players become good AFL players. Mm. And guys who need an opportunity. I think Toby Pink will get a good look at it. Dawson will get a chance at it. A lot of, lots been made of Comden. I mean, I, I haven't seen him play much footy down there at all. So mm. who knows? Who, who knows? It's a big question mark. But again, it's okay to have a few a few holes when you're at this stage in the key posts. You can build that down the path. They're just, they've started midfield build out and it's looking pretty good in the middle. Okay, no doubt, there's no doubt about that. The mid, the middle is looking really good. Uh, a few other questions, but we've definitely both got them going over. Uh, Port Adelaide, the over under for Port Adelaide is thirteen and a half. Oh, of course, you, they come won. On, come on, they won seventeen last year, thirteen in a row. Resigned him two Re-signed years, which pushed for before the finals. Um, well, where are you half. at? Do they get to fourteen or not? Well, I think the fascination is is the two intercepting key defenders. You got the two two balls in the same paddock. How does that look? How does that work? I mean, do, do they go for the same ball coming in? Are they able mm. to? Are they able to sort of work together and you know, one goes, one holds, lock the big body down, that sort of stuff. I, I like I like the fact they've had a go. I like the fact that in the off season they've said we're not going to just rest on what we. What we've got in house, we've got, we're going to have to flare it out a bit. So it takes it takes a risk to win a premiership. Mm. So to, to go and get a Sava and and then get Zerk Thatcher down back as well. Um, oh. Sold on. I mean, they, they, they actually have some depth now. That was my big question mark last year. As, as much as everyone sort of said, "Oh, you just you, you're talking rubbish," they didn't have they had injuries and they didn't have the depth. At least they've got some depth. So I'm going to go the over. I think you play 11 games at home. Uh, you get to 14 wins with the midfield and some ruck depth. Big question marks on Dixon and can Todd Marshall stand up and kick 50 goals? That would be the question for me. Georgiades comes back, but will he be rusty off the knee? Probably. Um, but I'm going to go the over. Where are you? 
No, I'm on the under. I'm not. A, I'm not. A, I'm not okay. a believer. I think there are yep. there are fourteen. Fifteen wins is a lot of wins of footy. You know, just got to get, get to fourteen. Fourteen and a half was a line, wasn't it? Thirteen and a half. Thirteen and a half. Folks, you're damn corrected. Sorry about that. No, I'm still. I'm not a believer, and, and okay. <laughs> I, I just think a lot has relied on uh, th- those three key mids of, of Rosie Butters and Horn Francis, and, and outside of that, I think that there's st- there's still some vulnerabilities. Um, I want to. I want to see whether Ollie Wines can can get back to that big bull, mm. you know, contested ball winning mid. I think that the, it, Wines is like five. You just put him in the middle. They can't play anywhere else. So don't try and make them something else, which I think they've they've been through that phase. It didn't work. If I see yep. Wines on a wing, the years are bust. No, he's 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 inside or he's playing in the sample. Yeah, that's that's, that's the that's the balance of, of that one there. Can, can, do you have him? Do you have him in your top four? Uh, what's I, I reckon I've got them about fourteen wins. Do but, you have uh, them in your top gets, four? I haven't done the actual order yet, okay? And you're not going to get that out of me now. Oh, it was close. Um, oh, I was very close. Sydney at 12 and a half. I'm over that. I'm, I'm over. You've, you've really embraced the overs. Yeah, I've, I've, well, Sydney. 12 and have a seen, half. S- seen their list? Did Sydney get the 13 wins? I tell you what, it, they've done a great job, haven't they? I mean, everything oh. you read out of Sydney and everyone you speak to uh, from Sydney Sneaky great pickup, James Jordan. That'll just yeah. be a classic Swans midfielder. Come in, do your job. You know, win the win your fair share of footy. They've had, they've they've lacked midfield uh, volume. The players they can trust to go in there. Gordon's got to be an absolute top liner. Brody Grundy as a as a prime yeah. ruckman. Just go and play ruck for us, Brody. Yep, Taylor um, Adams. Yep, Taylor happy days. I'm really happy with um the, yeah, for Sydney. I think that they've done a great job in the off season. They're going to get twelve and a half quite yep. comfortably, We're and I think they're one. Over. I think they're one that is along with St Kilda, pushing for a top four opportunity. There you go. What about uh, your favourite team, the West Coast Eagles, and your best mate, Adam Simpson? The over-under is the same as North Melbourne at four and a half. Do the struggling West Coast Eagles get to five wins? Uh, Five wins. Mm. Who are they going to beat is where you've got to start factoring in. It's not many. It's not many, is it? Five (laughs) wins. I think it'll be line ball. I mean, I, I, I'd say yes. I'm going the overs. You, you, you've written him off every opportunity this, mm. this year. The well, coach. and rightly, rightly so. We've, we haven't played yet. We've we no, been rightly no, so. They haven't no, played. No coach in history would have survived the, the record of the last two and a half seasons, unfortunately. And that's that's nothing personal. It's just the facts. Uh, I'm going to go under. I think they probably get to four. Uh, they won three last year, so there'll be there'll be an improvement on that. And then this one you're going to like. Uh, this is the last one we're doing today. We'll do the other nine teams next week. Uh, the Western Bulldogs at 11 and a half. Yeah. I mean, if they're not getting to 12 wins, something's seriously wrong. Well, if they're not getting to 12 wins, the whole place is going to be tipped yeah. on its head. You, know, you, you yeah. do reviews and you give you you align for a reason. I'm a, I'm a believer in Luke Beveridge, and people say why. You know. You, they're, they've got a great squad. Do they have a great squad? I don't know if they have a great squad. Um, they've got some. They've got a, some great talent in in Liberatore and Bontempelli and these guys and Norton and Jamar. What they threaten to be. I just feel like I just feel like Luke Beveridge, back to the wall, is the best of Luke Beveridge. Okay. Yeah. No, I like that. I like that opinion. And Daniel Pratt coming in will help their defensive mechanism. 
I'm not a. I don't know who's going to actually play back for them. They lost mm. a bit of faith with their key backs at the end of mm. last year. I, I'm 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 a Buku Karmas fan, and I know that he's going back to half back to be that intercepting player that he was drafted to be. Uh, I don't think a lot has to shift at the dogs for them to correct. But it's but it's a big year. There's no doubt about that. I'm going the over eleven. I'm going the over as well. They got stars everywhere: Richards, Daniel, Dale, McRae, Bont, ev- everywhere. Hugo Hagen, Darcy, North. They they are stacked. And don't let anyone tell you the Western Bulldogs don't have a stack list. They get the over easily. They're not stacked. Uh, I think they are. I think they're. Up. I think they're as, their list is as good as any other team. No way. You you choosing the, their list before Brisbane's? Um, I think there's a similar level of talent. Are yes. you choosing their list no, before well, that, Brisbane? I think it's a similar level of talent. Are you talent. choosing their uh, list no, before no, Collingwood? I would take Brisbane and Col- yeah, but they're as, as good as any in terms of talent. Like if you had said at Collingwood, looked at their list two years ago and you go, geez, there's a holes everywhere in their list. They got all Australians on every like yeah, high draft picks, got father time. sons. They ask the Western Bulldogs are absolutely stacked, and don't oh. let anyone tell you. I think not. injuries are going. The Bailey Smith and and now Jackson McRae worries me a little. Okay, a little. all right. There's our over and unders. Hey, on the other side of this, we'll take your calls because we've still got the AI one putter from Odyssey, the number one putter in golf for the caller of the morning. One three hundred seven three six seven three six. Give us a call next. All right. So, what are the three teams we disagree on? St Kilda, Port Adelaide, and West Coast. So St Kilda, I've gone over the eleven and a half wins. You've gone under. Port Adelaide, yep. you've gone over thirteen and a half, and I've gone under. And West Coast, who you hate, you've gone under four and a half, and I've gone over. Who's so more who's right? right? Yeah, you right or am I right? What do people think? Oh, look at the phone lines just light up. Uh, Steve's <laughs> been waiting patiently. He's in Collingwood. You want to chat about the Hawks? Welcome, Steve. Oh, you get Two. one shot, Steve, because oh, there's no. a million people wanting to have their oh, say. No. He's waited. Steve. No, that's it. We're ruthless this year. Uh, Roy's on the line. Uh, you want to speak about what coaches get paid, Roy? Welcome. Jeez. G'day, Corn. G'day, King. How are you guys? Going well. Good, good start. As a, as a passionate eagle, I'm, I reckon six wins is going to be a, uh, six wins this year. I love Adam Simpson as a coach. He's very optimistic. And, um, yeah, with the squad that we have, I think we're going to change, turn some heads this year. All right. Oh. Well, that's a glass half full approach. Um, good on you, Roy. I'm, Thanks, I'm mate. Oh, oh, quickly. Yep. I'm surprised that um, yesterday I was looking at the, the socials and you put Justin Longmuir at 650 and mm. Adam Simpson as 450 <laughs> with the side that the Fremantle have and the side the West Coast has. It's it's a bit. I'm a bit surprised that you put him too much higher as where Adam mm. Simpson was a premiership coach in uh, 2018. Yeah, similar similar. Uh, sorry, I reckon Fremantle are younger than West Coast. Roy, I think they've got a younger it's a list. Good article that one. Uh, John's in Mill Park. Uh, you want to talk about the Tigers, Johnny? G'day. Yeah, uh, look, uh, Kane. It's, it's sometimes. I mean, you and West Coast and Richmond constantly. You critiquing them. The two clubs basically make your club survive every year. Um, but. Um, can, can you, I'd like to ask you on, on your, 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 your route out to Richmond, the four players I just want to ask you about. Young kid that we drafted, Kay McAuliffe, yes. Thompson Dow, Sonsi, and Tresice. Um, what are your, your takes? I'm hearing good things. Yeah, Tresice, I saw the other night, started the intra-club really well. Looked uh, looked very uh, competent at half-back. Um, McAuliffe was the other one you touched on. He's been They say he's been best on ground in two of the three games they've had so far. 
So another left footer that, that's exciting. I just missed the other couple of names you, you went with. Anyway, we'll, we'll move on because a lot of people uh, wanting to have their say, Johnny. We might save that for the, the Richmond podcast, I reckon, because <laughs> we go through the lesser lights at the Tigers. Uh, let's go to Benny. You want to speak about the Dockers, Ben? Yes, good morning, boys. How are we? Good, Ben. <laughs> good, mate. How are we going, Ben? The Dockers, Ben. Good, thank you, boys. How are we? Good. We're very good. We're just on the Richmond podcast at the moment. What do you got for us with the Dockers? <laughs> uh, just in terms of their, I didn't hear your overs and unders for the uh, Dockers, but in terms of their game plan, what has to change, do you think, Kingy, in terms of them going from outside the eight back into hopefully top four from um, our perspective over here in WA, but yeah. what has to change for them? I've been hard on, on, on Justin Longmuir over the last few years because I think that they've they've corrected... In blocks, they've been a really good defensive outfit one year and poor offensively. Then they've flipped it and been really good offensively and poor defensively. In my opinion, it's all hand in hand. You've got to the way you defend has got to complement the way you attack and vice versa. I don't think they've been that. I think they've been a bit disjointed, and that's been their greatest challenge is to get the balance right of both. I think they got five wrong at the start of last year. Mm. He is just a plug and play midfielder. The way they use Brayshaw, is it aggressive enough for that quality of player? I don't know. Um, but it's a big year. There's no doubt about that. What is the what is the so, line? So, Benny, the line is nine and a half. Oh, they won 10 last year. They're going to play, well, 11, 12 games in Perth. They get the over there, don't they, Benny? Yeah, I've got them. Um, I think they'll bounce back this year, giving I've had some fast flying down at Coburn at the moment. And... Cody Simpson, that draft pick we picked up, he's flying as well. So I think there's some pieces yeah. that come back together. So if, they don't get get the, if they don't get to 10 wins, uh, like the Western Bulldogs, if they don't get to 12, uh, the walls will be caving in. Ten's, you would think at, low. At, at 10's really low. Yeah. You, but but they, have, they have lost a couple and their list hasn't got any better. But yeah, I, I would be, we'll do that over and under next week, but I'd be uh, the over on that one. Uh, Glenn's in Bendigo. You want to speak about the Pies and in particular their forward line, uh, Glenn? Yeah, mate, it's good to hear you back on the radio too. Um, just with Ben McStay going down, um, do you think it's a huge loss for the Pies forward line? And who do you think would be best suited to take McStay's spot? Well, I'm a um, McGuinness fan, Reef McGuinness. I think he's a beauty. I think that he's had a, gr- a terrific pre-season. He looks, he looks more physically capable, in my eyes, this year rather than last to hold down that spot. He's an undersized target type, but he's been brilliant. It patches through the preseason so far. Everyone talks about Johnson. Johnson. He's, he's got talent to yeah, burn. He has. Yeah, he has. Yeah. I think I think there'll be three or four different players hold down that role throughout the course of the year. I don't think they're mm. set on one at the moment. Um, but that's the beauty of being a good team, Glenn, isn't it? You, you, you give that opportunity to a team that's going to put the ball inside 50 a lot. So yeah. whoever gets it's going to get a good look. Good on you, Glenn. I'll put you back to Brooksy. You've won the AI1 putter from Odyssey, the number one oh. putter in golf. Uh, Billy, he's on the line. You want to speak about the Ds? Bill, how do you see him? G'day, brother of Chad and Kingy. How you going, boys? Good. Good, Good. Billy. Kingy, I've been wanting to talk to you for a while about this team. Which one? I, I was, I'm a little bit biased about the Ds, but this is a side that played two finals and lost by a kick last year. Injuries didn't help them coming into the finals. I know it's a, a pathetic excuse, but 
The Clary effect can work the other way as well. Now he's back. He can lift the group. Uh, people are saying they're going to miss the eight. This is a pretty serious football side. Am I misreading something? Uh, no, I don't. Uh, miss the eight would be a fair fall, wouldn't it? I mean, they've lost a bit of a bit of talent around the edges. I mean, Grundy, whether you liked him or not, like I said before, he did he did some heavy lifting that saved Max for the back half of the season. Harms, Hibbard, Jordan, are, are they? Mm. They're, they're, they're names that don't really make people mm. say, "Oh, yeah, no, they're stars." But they they are very good, um, solid citizens, if you like. You can put them into your team at different points and, and know that they'll they'll fulfil a role. Are you going to get that out of Jack Billings? What's Jack Billings' year going to be like? He's going to probably play wing slash half forward. Don't know. Fulton's already been injured and, and looks like a long-termer. I just feel it's going to come back to, to the season of Max. And if Max can have another big year, which he's, he's, he's been he's been unbelievable the last four mm. or five years of top-line ruck football. But I just, I just worry, Billy. I worry that maybe they might come off a fraction which will cost them two or three wins across the season. Good on you, Billy. The over-under for the Ds is 14 and a half. Both Ooh. Kingy and I went under, but uh, I'm with you. I still think I still think they made the eight. Uh, Johnny in Port Augusta, stick around. Perry also, if you want to have your say, uh, you know the number, one 736 We'll be back after this. Nothing beats value parking at Melbourne Airport. Book online for the best rates at melbourneairport.com.au. Kane and Kingy. I've loved uh, being back with Kingy for Fireball Friday. If you missed any of the show, Tom Duday was with us from the Lions, giving us an update on all things being a Lions player and his expected return date round three or four. And Isaac Quainor, and we've gone through a lot of uh, Kingy's observations from his track watching, as well as deciding the over and unders this year. We've done nine teams. Your calls as well, which we've enjoyed. Johnny's in Port Augusta. Uh, Kingy's out on Ken Hinckley. You and I, Johnny, are big fans. <laughs> I think we are, Kane. I think you yep. and I are sticking fat. Yep. No, who gets on the board? Hey, John, before you go, who gets on the board? Does Treadray get on the board or not? I mean, um, Treadray's arguably in the AFL era. It's power's greatest of a play, arguably in the... Uh, but I think I'd go for Bruce Abernathy just because I think he's got more of a oh. media marketing and all the rest. You know, like, if you get, yeah, I'd go for Bruce Abernathy. You, you yeah, are well. with Cornsy, John. You are with yeah. Cornsy. Yeah. All but right, just jo- on... Uh, why, uh, why do you call Ken Nicklich just an average coach when a decade or so ago that club was on its knees? All due respect to Matthew Primus, but he wasn't the greatest. He wasn't Norm Smith. He was not Norm Smith. Matthew Primus, um, John. We're going back that far. <laughs> a decade ago, that's when Ken Hinckley yeah. took over. Nah. And he's often got them in the top four. I think he'll be all right, John. Just give him a couple more years. <laughs> Thank you, John. See, you, you never convince him, John. He's very, no. very, very stubborn. I'm happy to be convinced, but I just want to see it, Gonzi. That's all. Perry wants to join in uh, on the tiger. It feels like Tigers Hour this morning. Perry, what's your thoughts on Richmond? Well, Go Tigers. I know you don't like, Rich- you know like Richmond as much, but you keep mentioning it. I think we're the best team in the last five years with three flags to prove it, and I think we're going to finish top six comfortably. Yeah, I'm with you, Perry. I'm the I'm first you, part is, is undeniable. Like You can't, can't argue with that, uh, Perry, but uh, yeah. we're in the now. 
And I don't think the now yeah. and the immediate future is going to be that great. You're pretty generous with your five, too. I think 2017 was your first. But anyway, I reckon... No, didn't he say three in the last five? Did he say yeah. three in the last five? There we go. Wrap the podcast up. Hey, I'll tell you what I heard you on yesterday. <laughs> John. He's flat, Jordan. He missed out the Vegas trip with Jared. Um, Andy Harper was on with you. You know what? You know what I'm really looking forward to for the year. I'm going to keep an eye on this. This was early. I thought you would have missed this. No, have a listen to what Andy went with. Where do you see it? Is it is a quarterfinal winner pass mark? If we go out now, is that a failure? That, yeah, that's a tough one to say, Corn. Extraordinary. Extraordinary. Jeff started this. Yeah, Jeff, and then my and, man Finn McGuinness. Yeah, the finish, the finisher, the who I've been Finn. glowing of, gave me the uh, thanks for having me, Corn, and now Andy Harper. It's taking oh, off. I'm going to keep going, an eye on that this year. What is going on, Corn? Do you think it? I walk, I walk do you think down the doing street. It on purpose? I walk down the street and people yell out Corn. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, all yell, right, we're going to get Sam. There's an intervention coming up next because Sam Edmund's going to join us, the substitute teacher. A word to him. Sam Edmund with the captain's run next.